would like to introduce. Hello, hello, everybody. It's your local piece of shit here, the vital message, Caduceus. How's everyone doing? How's it going, Uncle Guns? Shift, Shoot Trends, David Little, the Deacon, Jim D, welcome to the show. Arabian, good to see you. Let's get on with the show. We have a very special guest. Um, I've been gone for a week. Uh, the, my joke answer is I was at Sizzle. That's where I met this guest. I'm about to introduce him. Everyone, Tony Bruno, T21 Surfer. How's it going, Tony? Good, man. Thanks for having me on, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to see you. Having a great, a great day. Great intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it was good seeing you at Sizzle. You were really going hard. Absolutely, man. You know, I was dancing, so it's tough, man. It's a lot of work, as you know. So uh, It's a lot of work for sure out in the hot Miami sun. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go into the interview right here. Um, what got you started here on YouTube? Oh, man. You know, it's funny. I'm glad you asked me that question because this is, if you would ask me this literally three years ago, I would have told you I've never, I would have never done this. But um, if you go way back on my channel, you'll see that I did a series of love letters, of love letters of all things that uh, can you imagine? So, let me give you the quick story is uh, I was actually looking for a place to hide something and above the ductwork came down this pack of letters like they fell all over the floor and it was this whole story I called the story Sweet Ramon and um, it was a story about a guy who was living in this house back in the would be the 70s and these were these were letters from his wife and I kind of put them in chronological order and it became this, just this beautiful story. It really was, I mean, you know, we talk about alphas and all that. It really was an alpha male story. And uh, she wrote him all these letters and obviously somebody hit them. They were not addressed to him. So to, to wrap it up real quick, um, I did contact her, Mary Louise and Sweet Ramon had died in, I think it was 1999, but he was on the run from the law. He was a, he was a drug dealer back in the day, and this was his hideout, my house. So uh, they did get back together. I think have another kid. He died, and uh, 
was kind of it was kind of cool at the end because she she wrote me a letter and said that she still wears his his wedding their wedding ring till this day. So she's in her I want to say she's in her late seventies. So that was how I started. Yeah, real simple. So, so you were sharing the diary or the yep. chronicles of now what Louise what, and Sweet Ramon. Yeah, yep, Mary Louise and Sweet Ramon. Actually, it would be they're from uh, like uh, it's uh, like Louisiana area. So it would be they would say Ramon instead of Raymond Ramon. Ramon. I, I didn't know when I started, so I called him Sweet Ramon because that's how she addressed him, as Sweet Ramon. So it was kind of cool. But um, what I found out after I published like two of the videos that when you find something like that, you know, it's actually copyrighted material. So you have to have the person's permission. And after I talked to her on the phone, I told her I'd do it in a tasteful way. Um, like when she was, I'll be straight up. I mean, when she was, she had in one of the letters, it said something about she was having wet dreams. And I had said it, I had placed it like the kind of dreams girls have. So <laughs> I made it tasteful and she, she loved it, shared it with her family and family reached out to me. So it was cool. That's how I started. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story right there. I didn't realize that like the personal information like that, the letters were copyright. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So how, how, how hard was it to reach out to Barry Louise? Um, actually, my mom found her. Yeah. Did some oh, wow. research. Yeah. My mom found her. Um, I did get her number through a relative. Told him the situation and talked to her. At first, she was reluctant, but then she said, you know, that's okay. I said, I'll do it. She saw the first couple of videos, and I actually sent her the letters back to her, too. So. Oh, that's, that's nice of you. I, I'm pretty sure she was expecting you to start with the, the kind of dreams ladies have first. No, <laughs> no, no that was, I don't remember. It was actually, it's a five-part series. So, and they're only, like, they're only like 10 minutes long, each video. So, And I was surprised. I mean, I think the first one got, like, you know, for somebody that has 20 subscribers to uh, get, I think, 1,000, 2,000 views. I don't remember. So, oh, that's uh, pretty good. That's I pretty do. good right there. Yeah. It's a whole story. I mean, it, you know, somebody could watch the whole thing in about, realistically, and, you know, in about probably less than an hour if you watch all five videos. But go back and check it out on my channel. The first videos that I uploaded. Actually, my channel, you look at my channel, was from 2000 six i think is when it started but i used to have all my uh martial arts matches on there and i took all that you can't they can't see how much of a winner you are i guess yeah <laughs> they don't want to get intimidated or like you don the forget the leather jacket when you don the gi mm -hmm. you just <laughs> absolutely so so how has your content evolved from sharing personal letters to the interview style that you have today well, I mean, I started doing some live streams. Of course, I want to give a shout out to Primal Man. Not Primal Studies, but Primal Man. My my OGs, Primal Man and Gonzo. Um, you know, I look forward to doing streams with them again, you know, when they can. But uh, I think after after getting comfortable, you know, knowing that you're broadcasting to people, you know, a lot of people can't do that. And like, it, like I said earlier, it was something I, I didn't think I could do. But it took me a while to get comfortable. And then my brother had said, hey, you know, why don't you do some interviews? 
And I said, you know, I've, I've never done that before. So I reached out to a couple people I'm trying to think who my first one was. I can't remember, but when I started in and 21 studios was, would republish, you know, my interviews. And I was surprised at the kind of feedback that I was getting. I mean, I look at like my one I did with, with alpha male strategies. And I think after like, after like two or two months, it had over a hundred thousand views. I think it's close to 400,000 views now on 21 studios, three or 400,000. I think it's maybe 300,000, but I was a little surprised. So for me, you know, doing something like that, I don't, you know, I don't have a perfect speech pattern. I just talk like I talk. I don't change the way I am for anybody. So maybe, maybe some of that resonated with people like just the average guy talking, you know, they could picture themselves doing interviews. So, and maybe because I am a little bit naive in the interview game, I was able to ask questions maybe that other people wouldn't ask, you know, like a profession. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just I had fun with it. I mean, I've done, you know, geez, I'm just trying to think everybody from Jesse Lee Peterson to Elliot Hulse, uh, we can go down the line to John Somnez, Steve, the Dean Williams, um, <laughs> Alan Roger Curry, um, of course, Dr. Sean Smith, um, just a lot of them, man. And, uh, people were liking it. So I continued to do it. As you know, I mean, you've done it. It's, yeah, yeah you know, the first couple of times it's, it's a little nerve wracking. It is. So, yeah, yeah. I think like what I've figured out is I try to keep it. What's on the panels on the panel. What's in the chat is in the chat. Yeah. And my job is more for the panel. Yeah. Right there. Um, I have an, I have an answer with my, per, I have an opinion on this, but I'm going to ask you, what do you think is your best trait that makes you a good interviewer? think asking a question i think when you get the response and they pause and say you know that's a great question or i've never been asked that before getting that out of somebody it's like it's like hitting a home run it really is to me it is you know, to make somebody stop and think i think i think that, that that's when you know you nailed it so it's more the preparation coming up with your questions yeah 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 i know you take a lot of notes i mm -hmm. I'm sure you got a lot of good questions in there when you start your shows. Yeah, I think that, well, you know, to me, like when you take notes, like my notes are more for reference. It's not an outline for an interview. Cause I think if something is too, is too scheduled, it seems contrived and not talking about it beforehand, I think is important. So you want things to me, I want it to be organic. I don't want to prep somebody on what we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, like like you weren't you weren't ready to talk about when we met in Miami recently, right? Yeah, no, no, no. Right. We'll do that. Of course. Do that. Yeah, I think I think I saw a shift there, but he was a little too busy. Yeah, he um, was. He was. Yeah, yeah. 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 I saw a lot of the guys there. So a lot of the guys there. Yeah, uh, QB couldn't make it. He was in Guatemala, but ah, oh, jeez. Uh, but it was well, a party out. He, didn't he take the red eye, red eye over on Sunday night? I believe. I'm oh, oh, sure. he was he was there for the Monday. The Monday. Was he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, if you allow me to interject, I actually think your your listening skills make you a good interview. You let people talk and fully yeah. express their points. 
And that's something I don't see from a lot of interviewers, even in the mainstream, who's get paid to do it. So, yeah, I no, I appreciate that because I, you know, it's funny because, like I said, my biggest interview ever is on 21 with Alpha Male Strategies. And if you look at the comments, um, a lot of the comments just say, you actually let him speak. So that's, you know, that's right in what, with what you're saying. Absolutely. I think it's important. So when you yeah. can ask a question and somebody can talk for like 10 minutes, you know, you asked a good question. Yeah. Yeah. And do you also think that like the words are more powerful when they come from the source's mouth instead of yours as the interviewer? Absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's fun. I mean, you know, you, 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 you're doing it. It's fun. It really is. I think it's, uh, like I said, when you can get something out of somebody and they have to pause to me, that's, that's gold right there. For, for somebody who's not an expert, I don't, you know, I don't consider my an expert in any way, shape, or form when it comes to interviews. But it's something that, again, I did. Now, I'll, I'll, I will, I will make a comparison. Like, it's a whole different ball game when I was doing the interviews at 21. You talk about nervous. I was nervous. When you sit on a set with three cameras, lights, and the guy goes three points at you that's a different that's a different animal right there my man. yeah let's let's explore this angle right here let's explore this animal let's 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 study it for taxa taxa taxonomy reasons mm -hmm. so what what is the difference between being on stage with the person right there versus over Streamyard? well you know i'm in my home right now i'm comfortable and we're on we're on a screen there's no you know what i mean there's no it's not as personal but now when you're sitting there beforehand, knowing you're about to be filmed and everything you say or do, it's, it's, it's going to be for time, man. I mean, this is going to be seen forever. Now you can have a cut, you know, absolutely, but it is, it's a different animal. It's, it's totally different. I didn't think it was going to be right at, right at the beginning, but I remember the first time I sat down, I think it was Steve, the Dean Williams. And uh, Steve was all chill and hanging out, and I'm like, man, this is this is tough. Like, I'm like, I felt I felt nervous. I really did. It's not something that I was used to. So. But I, I like stepping out of my comfort zone. So after I did the first one, and then you know, it's it's also different too um, when you know somebody. So I know Steve. You know, I've, I've hung out with him a few times at 21. So probably I think three times, maybe three or four times. So that wasn't bad. And like Jesse Lee Peterson, you know, I've, you know, I've hung out with Jesse too. So that was, by the time I got to Jesse, that was comfortable. Yeah. Does it get easier over time being in the studio when you, when you're used to the kind of how it works and what kind of questions you want to kind of hit, yeah. hit, your, hit your panelists with? Yeah, I think, I think now it would be, and I like, and I use the same type of, type of outline i do have some questions you know when you're doing there you you it's 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 more about the conventions but you want to get you want to pull as much out of them as you can in other words on their experience what they talked about in their experience at the 21 convention so but i also have my notes like i have right now which enables me to again not have an outline but just have a reference so yeah yeah right now i got four 
bullet points that I'm just going off of. And mm-hmm. this, this conversation could go off the rails mm-hmm. in a good way. And we can good. explore lots of different avenues. Yeah, man. So uh, who is who's your favorite person to interview? Like where it just seemed the most chill, energy bounced off, and a lot was learned. I'm going to say my favorite was Jesse Lee Peterson. Without what without made him. what made him so great? What made him amazing? Amazing. <laughs> um, he's just he's just a very genuine guy, man. And you can ask him anything. It just it's just very. I feel very comfortable with him. Again, you know, I spent a lot a lot of time hanging out with him. So uh, um, it was just. It just was. I think he's just—he's just a charismatic person, and just great, just great conversation. You know, I don't even know how to explain it. I just—it's just very easy with him. You know, I, and and I'll tell you what. Now, also, I mean, realistically, think of when you're interviewing somebody. There's there's times there's interviews, and I'm not going to say which ones they are, but I'm like, oh man, this is this is this is fucking tough. This is not easy. You might guess a couple. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you can guess. I've had a couple myself. Yeah. Where I'm thinking, ooh, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. Like, exactly. like yeah, I, I'm already in, like, tell me about your mother territory, and I didn't try to ask my way into that. Yeah. <laughs> right, do, do you ever have times where people are, like, more open than you expect in an uncomfortable way? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, yeah. there there was a question there were there was a question that I asked I came up with probably well over a year ago maybe a year and a half ago and I've asked this question I've even done I think one or two streams on it and the question was simple a lot of people never really they never explored this you know I love when you say that let's explore this but the question I had that I came up with was how the manosphere has failed men and to me that was that was the question of the year last year. It really was. That's not something that people talk about. We always talk about what it does for you, but how has it failed, man? And when you ask like somebody who's part of this umbrella, that question, man, it gets the gears turning because they're caught off guard because everybody does want to help. Think about it. But that question, it can be a loaded question. If you really think about it, think about if somebody was to ask you that, what first thoughts would be okay you're gonna you have to talk about somebody you know underneath this umbrella that's not doing they're doing the opposite of helping them okay so that's a that's kind of a that was one of my i think one of the best questions i came up with i, I like that question it kind of forces people to think of other creators and take shots yeah <laughs> and it's not always taking shots i mean you can think about it in general let's say i was to ask you that question how would you answer Um, I I do have an answer for it. If you ask me that question, I would say that there's an obsession over um, large scale demographic issues instead of looking at what personally each individual man is good at. Um, So like you'll hear about the common things that women are attracted to, the Mm -hmm. common traits that are seen as masculine instead of having the individual guy think introspectively and work towards what he thinks is best for himself. That's what I think is where manosphere fails men. They don't tell people that they can become the man 
they can't be they they can they they, they tell them they got to become a particular archetype of man instead of saying they can be the optimal version of them mm -hmm. yeah it's more it's along the lines of groupthink, and that's I, I think you're spot on with that. Everybody wants to be a part of a tribe. Everybody wants to be a part of something. But when you're when you're in a group or a tribe, you know, your your voice is still important. And people don't want to be I, I mean, you know, I'm not I won't say names, but I, I, I see a lot of people agreeing with things. And I'm like, you don't fucking believe that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no way. And but they'll say it just to be part of that that company. I don't. I don't want to be part of somebody's company just to agree with them. That's to me. What's that? I mean, that's you know, that's just another sheep. That's all it is. Yeah, so, absolutely. Guys should be able to speak up and, you know, say, you know, we get, you know, like I said, when when I was introduced to, we'll say, the black bill community. At first, I wasn't quite sure what to think, but I realized these are some of the most genuine guys I've met. Like just friendly want truth you know there's a lot of like any community there's a lot of uh what's the word i'm looking for there's a lot there can be bickering or whatever you know but i think everybody still has the same goal but i found it the community that has the least bullshit you know there's bullshit in every community oh but yeah it's the community that has the least bullshit yeah it really, really I, could could you like compare and contrast like how you came into the like your first impressions of the black pill versus what you found out uh, the reality when you dove into it a little bit well i mean to me you know back in we'll say 2000 i'll say mid early 2017 is when i really started looking at at this type of content and it was all red pill stuff and watching the red pill morph into fakes and phonies and frauds gotta hate those words right now but man it's just full of them i like i like what shift says he says charlatans yeah charlatans exactly I like that word it became a money grab rather than helping men you know and so when i came across the black pill community i could see that they were promoting to me the original red pill truths and to me the black pill is really just the original red pill there's really nothing different it's it's just the red pill has been i don't want to take in i don't want to say been taken mainstream and what did shift say been uh what did shift just say the charlatan yeah, yeah he calls them charlatans it's been it's been bastardized is what it has it's been bastardized for money and profit it's no longer about helping men yeah. especially when you get guys like rollo saying like when he did that video, like, if you don't go along with him, you're killing guys. You know, what a fucking asshole when he said that, you know, because yeah. you're, not in, you're not doing what he says. That's just a fucking asshole. I, I mean, I can't even, if I could think of other words, just the fucking ball of somebody saying that, you know, and that's what a lot of these guys got to look at. The fact that somebody is saying that. So there are no leaders here, man. There are no leaders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you explained your current stance on the black pill after you've assessed. Did you go in with an open mind or did you have like a preconceived notion of what it was? I had no preconceived notion. I, I mean, when I first heard black pill, 
to me, when somebody says you're blackpilled, real, I'll say the first time I heard it years ago, that just means you're you're negative or you're nihilistic. And I didn't when I met a lot of these guys and started watching some of the content. I'm like, this is not nihilistic. It's just another. It's just another analogy that of of truth is all it is. That's all it is. But it was a more proper analogy, and people、mm-hmm. are afraid of it now. And I, I get why. I do because it's interrupting income. Yeah, on、there's、your sh- you don't have to keep going. There's truths you don't have to pay for. That's just a fact, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the biggest things about the black bill was, you know, I know I think the original sexual attraction is not a choice, and I like to just say attraction is not a choice, and that's just the way it is, man, male or female. You, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. You're not going to game your way into a woman's pants. You just ain't going to do it. Yeah, you, you might, you might, you might be able to like wiggle your way in there, but you're not going to wiggle your way into her wanting you in her pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I, I think, I think, I think, the people that tend to frown upon it are the people that don't understand it, or they're afraid to because they've invested so much of their time and energy into this, this ideology of hating women and just, you know, just that whole ideology of women hating. I don't think anybody in the black belt community hates women. I think we just understand them more. That's just what yeah. it is, you know.、Yeah. And everybody falls back too, you know. I don't think I don't think that, you know, we can't you can't blame a guy for falling back. I'm guilty of it myself. You know, sometimes you you do you might emote more than you should. You know what I mean? So being open, like especially with a woman, sometimes you just got to be careful. That's all. Absolutely, yeah. Buyer beware in any kind of scenario. Know what you're signing up for. Yeah.、Uh, there's a quote that you say on your. I got a couple quotes on your show. Let's start、yeah. with.、Um, I like to. I give support, not advice.、Mm-hmm. Could you could you expand upon that? Yeah, man. Advice is cheap. Think about it. Think about it, man. Advice is cheap. It really is. You. You can't. You can't jump in another man's shoes. You can't jump in a woman's shoes and know what they're going through. You really can't. When people, you know, I've said this a bunch of times. When somebody's going through something, it could be anything. It could be the loss of a parent. It could be, it could be a bad breakup. It could be, you're just anything. You're not making enough money. You're there's so many things, but you become. I call it tunnel vision, man. You're looking down this pipe, and it doesn't matter who's banging on that pipe and trying to get to you. It doesn't matter. This is what they're seeing at that time. The biggest thing that you can do, and when I say support, is let somebody know that 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 your ear is open to them. Like you know, I'll tell people, hey, you know what? I put you in my favorites. My favorites means you can call me anytime, even when my phone is on do not disturb. You can reach me, and to me, that's the most important thing you can do. People want to people want to know they have somebody. They don't want somebody telling you what to do. When you're in a bad situation, I mean, think about it. Think about it when your mind is—it's just fucked. Your mind is fucked, and you got somebody saying you need to do this, you need to do that. 
there's times I think there's urgent times say somebody's going to hurt themselves or so, something like that. But people give cheap advice because they can't see into what is going on inside that person. And again, advice is cheap. Support is not. Support means you're going to be there. You're going to be there when they actually need you. And I don't think a lot of people really mean that when they say that. But when I tell somebody I got you or I got your back, I mean it 100%. So support to me is so important. You know, we look at, you know, like I had sent you a thing on that uh, sub five kid. Yes. And we supported it. And I sent, I don't know if anybody's, everybody watching now, but his, uh, his discord says rip sub five. So of course, when you see rest in peace, I don't know if his YouTube channel, his YouTube channel's not there. Um, I see it's private, but you know, a kid like that needs support. He doesn't need advice. And like Schiff said, maybe he needs actual real help. I'm like a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I don't know. But a kid like that needs support, man. He's not getting it from anywhere else. So, and I hope he's all right. I really do. Yeah. I, I want to know like if if you came upon that randomly or if you've tried to give advice before and seen it fail over and over again. Like what 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 led you to that wisdom? to give support and advice being cheap, kind of projecting what worked for you onto someone else instead of trying to figure out what's going on in their life. I've never been big on giving people advice, but I know in my personal life, anytime I've had any issues and somebody just said, Hey, I'm there for you. If you need me, reach out. That meant a whole lot more to me and somebody saying you need to do this you need to do that so i think it's just from just from just from personal just personal experiences in my life what 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 helped me you know yeah yeah that's a good way to think of it were, were there times where people just gave you advice and just pissed you off absolutely <laughs> absolutely and everybody knows that think about it man think of Think of getting like getting advice and like who, who's given you advice before and you go, fuck, why don't you shut the fuck up? Yeah. Usually the response is like, who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know now, what's going on. said to you, hey, hey, Caduceus, um, you know, hey, bro, here's my number or, you know, hit me up on an email and let's talk about it. You know, if you need to bounce something off me. I got my ear wide open for you. That's the difference right there. Yeah, I mean, I'd how would you right. for that? I'd be like, oh, that's cool, man. I'll hit you up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let me know if I'm bugging you. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Now I'm going to move into the next quote you say a lot. Um, you, you have a grievance against the term uh, when people say that they agree to disagree, yeah. that we could just disagree as men. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that one gets me, man. Okay, to me, when you say agree to disagree, you're, you're it's like a caveat on, on the, on just a simple argument. In other words, we can't just disagree. I've got to, I, I can't, I'm not strong enough just to disagree with you. So I hate that term. I don't, I don't like saying the word, but 
so so is there an ego component when someone does it where like we have to agree on i have to convince you on something even if uh, i didn't convince you on the main point yeah you know it's funny too because one of the first ones that irritated me this was probably two years ago that said it's donovan sharp well we can just disagree we can agree to disagree and i'm like fucking don't do that man have some fucking balls like say fucking we disagree that's it you know yeah or say we disagree or you could be like let's explore the disagreement there yeah <laughs> let's let's share some life experience drop some knowledge me, on the listener yeah to me it's just weak it's just weak it's a way of walking away i'm trying to how do i explain it? it's it's a way of kind of backtracking on an argument or a disagreement it's just a it's to me it's just a it's a weak trait to have to say that now people say it and i don't think they understand what they're saying so yeah yeah i, I think there's a, a like do you think there's like a mis like like a thing where if someone disagrees with you there's a there's a sentiment that they they don't like you yeah 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 absolutely i mean you know i disagree with a lot of people i know me and you disagree on things don't mean i don't like you it's just that you're living your life i'm living my life and what works for you works for you absolutely yeah i i, I remember a conversation that i had on twitter with this guy and it was actually i'd mentioned this a while back on my channel and it was it was a donald trump tweet and i had just a comment you know to, in the in the thread and this guy man we went back and forth for a while and the conversation ended i remember clearly it ended to where you know i said all right you know pal we we disagree on this but i'm going to wish you the best for you and your family and i wish the best for our country and it was crazy how the conversation turned man it really was he's like you know great discourse this was awesome i wish you the best you know we can disagree that's great and uh good luck to you so it was a great way to end up and uh and i don't engage often on social media so mm -hmm. the engagement was pretty 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 high level on that whole thread that we were chatting on Oh, it's good to hear that you got something positive out of it. Yeah. Do you, do you think that you, uh, like, do, do you feel like you get anything out of a conversation where everyone agrees anyway? Or do you think you only get some true knowledge when there's disagreement? Yeah, no, I agree with you there. You know, I'll agree with you 100%. Yeah. Uh, echo chambers are, are brutal. They're brutal. You know, they really are. Every You know, echo chambers difference between echo chamber and people agreeing an echo chamber to me is where everybody's like patting each other on the back or patting say the guy the content creator on the back the whole time that's an echo chamber and just parroting you can have conversations where you agree with each other and still i think agreeing with each other is when you're having a conversation like that i think everybody needs to add and build on the topic that's the way it yeah be. yeah so do you think that it'd be better instead of just saying i agree with you say i agree with you and i've seen it here in my life mm -hmm. yeah so add a little context to why you agree yeah absolutely yeah i mean oh, life, experience, life experiences are most important that's that's your best lesson 
life lessons is your experiences and how you how you how you you know there's also one thing i do say too and maybe you've caught this i think there's a big difference between response and reaction a reaction is usually quick it's it's usually cutthroat and it's and it's emotional a response you've taken time to think about your answer you know there's a lot of people who you know who just wait to talk and don't listen and you know those are usually reactions because you can't even get your full sentence out you know i've had those I've had those kind of discussions on on uh on on my channel you know so yeah what what are your thoughts when you have a guy who's in an echo chamber and you could tell he's just parroting points of the leader of the echo chamber jeez well all you got to do is go to uh rule zero stream and you can see all that you want i feel sorry for the guys i really do because they're they're caught is what they are they like a fish with a hook in their mouth and they have to say what you know as they're getting reeled in they have to say what they what they need to say so they can get the hook out of their mouth that's kind of the way i look at it so if they don't get that hook out of their mouth they're just going to get gutted if they absolutely. if they don't say what they want to what what the leader wants to hear absolutely yeah they'll get blocked you'll be cut out that you know i had said that on it was on uh when I was on Redman group uh with uh Paul from the War Room and Anthony Johnson I think was it Saturday I think it was you know I had said that if ask these guys the hard questions when you ask the hard questions and you get blocked and you got your answer man move on absolutely yeah all right now we're going to move on to more about your channel you've had a few hits on tutorials of how to shave a beard a certain way how to style um how how many how much traction did those videos get it's like the hundreds of thousands correct well no i've got i think my one how to shape a goatee has about a hundred thousand views man oh man that's that's a lot of views and i I noticed that there's comments saying stuff like thanks dad or i wish dad taught me this like what Do you think a lot of guys are missing out on key milestones? Those are, those are the comments that literally break my heart. I swear to God, those make everything worth it right there to, you know, just to know that, like, think about it. Like this dude is going on YouTube to learn how to trim his beard or his goatee because he has no dad. I mean, how how nice is that when you get when you get a simple thanks, dad? You know, one of one of the comments said, you know, a lot of us don't have fathers, and we appre- I, I've got there's a lot of comments like that. We don't have fathers to show us this. You know, I appreciate you. I mean, what what more could I ask for than that? I don't think there's anything. I really don't. And it's not it's not my ego by any means to me it's like wow think about this you know this young man who's might be in 18 19 21 22 and he grew up without a dad he has to go on youtube to learn how to trim a beard or you know how to shave his head or whatever you know so to me makes it all worthwhile right there real simple yeah it's it's good when you provide value i saw a funny one where i think you were shaving into a goatee from a full beard 
where it says yeah. you be, you turn from the college professor into the bad boy. <laughs> no, it said, it said uh, you looked like college college professor to strip club owner. <laughs> strip club owner, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because it's what I have now, which is called a Van Dyke, and it's because I used to have it, you know, connected where it came down, and this is more or an anchor beard, so it looks like an anchor is what they call it, with yeah. kind of kind of like a pencil mustache but that one too i think has i think around 60,000 views which is crazy you know i never thought that they would get that kind of traction you know but i did a good job of i think the most important thing in like a tutorial is like don't dick around just show them how to fucking do it you know? yeah, you're not going to be like, oh, brought to us by this sponsor. Yeah, well, I did do that, though. I, I did like I did say you can, you know, I'm using tactical. So click the link down below. So yeah, um, you're not blue balling them by like putting the razor next to your face and pulling yeah. it away. Be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> you're just going for it. You know, I mean, I can't in, in that in those videos, though, you know, I did. I do tell people, you know, I'll leave a link down below for this and this trimmer. And you would be surprised that people, I, I sell probably on my Amazon associates, probably one a week, you know, it's only like a $4, one, two a week. It's probably only like a, I think it's only three or $4 commission on each one. So, you know, but you know, it's, it, to me, it works. I still have the same exact one. So, hey, that's good. You know, like a $60 trimmer, 50, $60 trimmer. Um, you know, I've tested it. Works great. So why not promote it? Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's, I think that's great that you're helping guys figure out how to style their beards if mm-hmm. their dads aren't around. Like, I don't, yeah. yeah. And I bet you you're going to have a couple girls that are watching this text you, thanks, dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to 21 convention. Uh, what got nice. you linked up with um, Anthony Dream Johnson and what do you do at 21? All right. Well, my first, I knew about 21 probably probably started seeing it about early 2017 and I attended the first one and I got to thank Anthony for that. I was comped a VIP ticket from Anthony Johnson on my first 21 convention. And Anthony, if you're watching, I appreciate that first time. Um, it was, it was different to me. It was, it was uh, a lot of guys that one, there was about, I'm going to say close to 250 250 people at that 2018 in Orlando, which is a pretty good sized convention. If you think about it, that includes the speakers too. So probably about 250 people. Um, yeah. So I just, uh, I went there and, you know, again, my brother was the host of the 21 report, but got to meet some guys that I still are really, really good friends to this day. So, it was interesting to me because I've never been around a group of men that were so, so aligned. Okay. But we're talking, you know, we're talking from 18 to 80, basically, you know, not just a, not just a bunch of young guys. We're talking black, white, Asian, Muslim, Jewish, Christian, everybody came together and there was nothing like it in the world. I I have never seen anything like that in the world. I didn't think that existed, let alone, you know, being able to attend 
and um, it was just it was it was a good event. It really was. It was well organized. I got to meet a lot of people, you know. And even then, back then, I'm kind of glad because. I could see masks on people back then because I was kind of like an outsider. You know what I mean? So even though I was friendly, I still noticed things about, and I, you know, we all know what I'm talking about, but I noticed people were like kind of not what they said they were. But who am I to judge on my first time? You know. So, and then the next one, I was asked to be what's called a speaker liaison. So my job is to get speakers on off the stage, get them to the 21 report, get them in front of the banners to take pictures with everybody, and also as it grew, my kind of my part of my we'll say job is to basically more like a private. Personal bodyguard escort for guys like Stephen Molyneux and Jesse Lee Peterson. So, kind of added on. There, you know, there is a tactical team there. It was just incredibly well, but um, just simple things like escorting people. You know, basically an armed guard escorting people to lunch or to the bathroom or wherever they had to go outside the venue. So, but yeah, uh, bad guys are no match for the leather jacket. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely not. So, but uh, it's funny. I'll give you a quick story. The first first one I did. Okay, when I got there, you know, you get there a couple of days early, at least a day or two early, and I expected somebody like to tell me like, what am I supposed to do? And nobody did. I mean, nobody told me what I'm supposed to do. I had no fucking clue. So what I did was I started getting all the speakers' names, phone numbers. I took the schedule, looked at their times, and uh, and it just went flawless. Nobody actually sat me down and said, "This is what you're going to do." So I just did it, and I've uh, been doing it ever since. That's great to hear. Yeah, so you said that people aligned. Like, were they aligned just by coincidence, or were they in put in line? What do you mean now? Like you, you talk about the echo chambers earlier, how some guys were put in line, like they got a hook in their their. Oh yeah. How, what was the difference between those and the guys that were aligned at twenty one? Um, I think it was just the thirst. I mean, it was the thirst for knowledge. It really was. I think they got everybody was just thirsty. Everybody was just, and everybody had a story. I mean, I sat out. I remember the first one. I sat out and listened to this guy tell me a story about how him, his mother and his mother's boyfriend used to beat him when he was younger, like with coat hangers, all sorts of stuff. And the, and you know, I say kid. He was probably twenty one, twenty two, and to see this kid break down. I mean, literally break down. It you know, it's just stories like that that that. You know, he felt comfortable enough to to open up to me. You know, and it's not easy. How do you how do you console somebody that that's telling you stories like that, of you know, of massive child abuse, and now he's around a group of men that are like building him up. You know, the men that he probably wished he was around. So, 
but everybody has a story. You know, there was a uh, doctor and I mean, you know, you're, you're a doctor in training. There was a doctor there that literally showed me a picture of a guy that went through a breakup, shot himself, blew his face off and didn't die. And this doctor, he was, he was an attendee is, is reconstructing this guy's face. I mean, that's, that's some heavy that's shit. Heavy, yeah. 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 So, so, so it's more like people are contributing to the conversation instead of just staying in line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are the, those are the conversations in the hallways and the smoking sections at dinner, you know, things like that. So, but it's, um, you know, to, to talk with people that, you know, what's funny is that everybody, they think, everybody thinks like their story is the worst. And I hate to say it, but sometimes, man, when you hear somebody else's story, you're like, oh, fuck, what the fuck was I complaining about? You know, what, what was I angry about? Holy shit. You know, this guy's still alive. He's still breathing. You know, I went through a fucking breakup. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that kind of stuff adds perspective when you mm-hmm. go in there. Absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't, um, you know, we, we talk about these other events or whatever, and I'm sure there's some other good men, men's events out there, but I, you know, I'm be straight up with everybody until you've been there. You just don't get it, man. You don't, you don't get what goes on and you don't get, you get that real life, that real life, just interaction. You know? I mean, there's a lot of guys I look for, you know, I hope to meet everybody that I've talked to on, you know, on my channel someday. I really do. Yeah, especially Rosebud, since he told you you're white, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because, you know, on all, you know, me, I take notes, man. I got something about that right here. Some, it's a thought I had about that. Do you want to go ahead and, I don't know if, if everybody's familiar. I'm sure a lot of people watching are familiar with the, with the infamous Rosebud stream, but I don't know if you want to kind of let people know about that I'll preface it yeah there was a interesting stream where there was a disagreement between uh emmanuel godson and uh bernie l about a steve the dean williams stream and the topic was about i think the general idea of it was about speaking for other men kind of the white knighting topic and then we allowed bernie l and emmanuel to talk it out but then tony called up steve it had him come on so Emmanuel could say his criticism straight to his uh, straight to his face and then it devolved into a thing where Steve called all of his boys we had the black pill boys uh, it was quite the mess but it's definitely entertaining and there was a part where I guess uh, Tony was trying to make peace in the middle of it and Rosebud said oh man we need a white boy <laughs> so now we messed around I was like how does it feel to know you're white now Tony yeah yeah, that's why I call it uh, PTWD, post-traumatic white disorder I have. Uh, yeah, it's funny because, you know, I did take some notes and I, you know, I wanted to talk about that. I mean, it ended up being talking about game. I mean, you know, anytime game is discussed, we know it turns into an absolute shit show. And, you know, no disrespect to Steve. I love Steve. Steve's a friend of mine. Um, but I just, I don't agree with, with you know guys like 
to me, guys like Rosebud, and and you know what, Rosebud, it's it is what it is, my man. So, but I don't, I don't need a guy like that giving advice about women when the only women he deals with is whores. Okay, so I guess if you're dealing with whores and trying to pimp them out, get some advice from Rosebud. But when it comes to actual women, probably not the guy. Probably not the guy. Just saying. I look at the guy, you know, I got another guy here too. And no hate to these guys and Lucario. You know, you're talking a guy like Lucario tells people he's masculine because he's in open in an open marriage. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you, yeah. I think I was a little bit harsh on him and called him a cream pie connoisseur for it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, give me a break. On there. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny how it started because I just played the devil's advocate. But like, hey, maybe you want to not call Emmanuel weak for giving you criticism on how to present your content. And yeah. then he then he said I didn't have the game, and that's what started a nice four hours of fun. <laughs> Definitely check it out on Tony's stream. I think uh, it was QB Willie, man. He went in there. I think I, I don't think Lucario would stop even talking to him at one point, which was just fucking funny, but. You know, I think uh, in Hold the Truth was said, how can you, you know, when you go to bed at night, your wife comes home with another man's spunk on her. And I mean, let's get real. You know, open marriage is is open cuckoldry. That's what it is. It's just a a fucking fact. There's nobody ever going to change my mind that you can be masculine enough to let another guy fuck your wife. Are you kidding me? Give me a break. You know? Yeah, I'm not, not into that for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, I mean, I think there's, there's all sorts of forms of, of cuckoldry that guys don't get. Yeah. I mean, if the guys want to like say, like say it out there as an option for them, it's not an option for me. It's not an option for most, but if they could live a happy life doing that, that's their, that's their thing. I, <laughs> I get that. But to me, that's not masculine. I'm sorry. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if I was looking for masculine advice, I wouldn't go to that guy. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Could you imagine having coffee with your wife in the morning sipping? Hmm. So, how was his cock last night? Was it good? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? You know? I mean, give me a break. This guy wants to talk about game or... I think his new book is something about... Looks looks don't matter. Yeah, maybe to him because he's cocked. But uh, obviously it doesn't matter to his wife either. Maybe he's talking about the dudes, you know? Say, yeah, hey. I, I guess. I don't know. It don't matter. Like, I'm giving it out for free. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing to me, you know? I mean, anybody who's married out there, you know, there's guys in the chat, I think, that are married. Could you imagine? I mean, isn't this... What a why, nightmare. Isn't this why people get divorced? What a, what a nightmare is what I would say. What a mess. And the thing, like, like, like I don't... Never mind. That, that probably wouldn't be cool if I said that. I had to hold my tongue there. <laughs> I was going to make a joke that was poor taste. But yeah, definitely you don't want to become a cream pie connoisseur. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> You definitely that's, don't want to become one of those. You know, and and then you got into the, you know, in that stream too, we got into the, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, and I, I say this and I, I did get this from Jesse that there's no such thing as racism. I had to. I had to adapt to that, not adopt it. And I adapted to it because I think there's just good people and bad people. I don't, I don't judge anybody by the color of their skin. I don't judge anybody, you know, by their, you know, gender. Only two there is, by the way, male and female. 
but racism is just good or bad. That's all there is. That's all there is. And to me, people think that when you're black, you can't be racist. Well, we proved that wrong. You know, I don't even like the word racist. You're just a bad person. You're yeah. a bad. Person. I'd rather be. I'd rather be more precise. It'd be like you said something messed up instead of yeah adding a label an ism to it. Yeah. I, he called you good, smart white boy too, didn't he? It was kind of funny. Yeah, he, he called me an asshole too, which is great. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I, I started laughing at him because he was it was funny, man. It was funny. Yeah, it it, it was. Um, in fact, I showed somebody that clip today, and it's just it's just funny how the whole panel is laughing except Rosebud. You know, and then, and then he couldn't figure out how to leave, and I was trying to help him. I was like, "Hey, you hit the red X, man. That's how you get out of streamyard." Uh, Hit yeah, it's, you know what? It's people people expose themselves, man. That's that's just it. And that's yeah. one, one of my notes here right here and it just it's real simple. It just says I have no mask, man. I don't have a mask. I am what I what you get right here, what you see is what you get with me. There is no mask. You kidding? I'm the same guy. If you're sitting right here in my living room, I'm the same dude. I'm the same dude talking on my channel. I'm the same dude talking yeah. on your channel. And when somebody's mask is ripped off and they're exposed, and usually people do it themselves. I mean, think about it. People do it themselves. They expose themselves. So I think if you talk to somebody long enough and you get their goat, man, they're going to expose themselves. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot easier to be yourself than it is to be someone else. It is. It is. When you get that mask ripped off, man, it's, you know, it's painful for a lot of people. But that's yeah. that's what you get. You get it on a stream like that. That's what you get. You know, I think, uh, you know, I think a few people got their masks ripped off on there. I think Lucario was one of them. I think that Mr. 1950 was one of them. You know, there's one of the things he said, I control, I control my woman. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's why I came up with that thing a while ago where weak men control, strong men lead. Big difference. Yeah. I also thought it was funny he was living his high school glory days saying that yeah. he like, saying that he was the type that would take my lunch money not knowing like what kind of person I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were tall skinny white boy or short uh, skinny. Boy. I was a short skinny white boy according to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like I, I, know I don't, you I don't, like. I don't you think that's the case. Straight skinny, so Yeah. <laughs> he was he was wrong. He was wrong. Yeah, it was kind of funny hearing that. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, about opening up the panel in a second. Um, Well, I'm going to go hit the bathroom. You go ahead, plug your stuff. I'm going to drop the link in here. Also, mods, feel free to drop the Autonomy Discord. It's our new Discord where when upon entry, you will have to be vetted by a mod in voice chat. We would like to have genuine users, no bots, no alts, no fakers. So check out the Autonomy Discord. I'm sure self-made and shift and some of the other mods can share it there we go we have it up here now i'm going to drop this Streamyard lick and hit the bathroom and i'll let tony promote his content yeah man cool yeah anybody wants to uh find me of course my channel is tony bruno t21 surfer i do have a backup channel check that out too and if you can't subscribe to that just in case i ever get axed also, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Twitter, I'm just basically not that active. I do promote my YouTube channel. 
but on Instagram, I'm a little more active, uh, especially last week. I've, I've been off and I've been really hitting my Instagram stories pretty hard. So I drop, uh, you can drop a lot of things in Instagram. I don't think you can drop in different, uh, in other platforms, I should say. So you can find me there. And I always tell people too, man, if you ever want to talk to me, um, you get a 30 minute free phone call. Just kidding. Um, you can hit me up on my DMs on Twitter, Instagram. That's T21 Surfer, T21 Surfer. And, you know, I've had I've had a lot of people reach out to me. It seems like in the past three months, I've had a flood of emails also. If you do want to email me, you can email me at reallifeletters. That's one word, reallifeletters at gmail.com. So, but yeah, anybody wants to, if you got something that, you want to talk about or just get off your chest, man, just hit me up. I have no issue. You know, man, just, just, uh, you know, we could do a video chat if, if you're not shy, but that's cool. So that's how you can find me. That's how you can reach me. Check out some of my content. I do this for, I do this for basically the, the facilitate conversations is what I'd like to say. I enjoy doing that. Like, hearing people's different viewpoints, thoughts. We like to explore different uh, different topics. I've had some great co-hosts. You know, my original co-host, of course, were Gonzo and Primal Man. Um, great co-host was, uh, was Shift. We did this uh, stream about ego. What a great stream that was. But yeah, check out my stuff and subscribe, all that stuff. Again, you know, I don't do this for, for money. Um, I do it because I want to and you know, hopefully we're helping men and not only men, we're helping women too. So this is not the women haters club. So absolutely. Yeah. And one thing one thing we do we do in my channel is is we're big I'm big on accountability, man. I'm big on holding yourself accountable. Fuck having somebody else hold you accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Okay. That sounds fantastic. If you want to find Tony, I linked his YouTube channel and his Instagram in the description here. Also, make sure to check out the Autonomy Discord. Feel free to keep plugging it as we go. We have have a couple guests join the StreamYard. Swap of the music. That means we are in open panel. Yeah, man. Now, let me put up a shield. Put up the Tony shield. The leather shield. What's up, Shift and Blacksican? Yo, what's up? Yo, boy. What's going on, boyos? Boyos. Yeah. The legendary Tony Bruno. Good to see you both here. Uh, I'm going to start with Shift. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Vital Message. Mm-hmm. Do you have a question for Tony, a comment for Tony, a concern, uh, grievance of Tony, yes. or myself? How would, um, Tony, how would you spot a cult? What are the signs of a cult? I think the biggest sign is they don't want you out biggest sign you can't go anywhere to me that's the biggest sign i i think of uh i think of the uh i'll call it the rational male cult there's a prime example right there people can say oh it's not you know and let me tell you i think one of the first lines is when somebody says this isn't a cult well you just got your answer so i know uh when i left that cult we'll say um you know i got I got railroaded by a bunch of these guys. So, sorry, but not sorry. But to me, that's the easiest way. Is when they say we're not a cult. That's what it is. 
Perfect. Uh, I'm actually got QB backstage, and I'm gonna put up another shield to block all the fluids. <laughs> uh, block all the. <laughs> what's up, QB? How you doing? I'm doing good. It's me. It's me, right, bro. Good to, Yo, good what's up, you. QB? Let's, let's get the computer out of the way. Right. All right, now we got Blacksikin. Do you have a question, comment, grievance for Tony or myself? Uh, what's up, Vital? What's up, brother Tony? Um, I got. I want to add. Because, I mean, Tony's pretty, he's pretty base. He's, I like Tony a lot. So I'm interested in, like, his his dad. Because he, he mentioned on IG about his dad was his birthday recently. Yep. And I'm curious, to, like, your your father, did you notice him, like, dropping red pill stuff when you were growing up? Absolutely. I mean, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. tell us a little about your dad, man. Cause, yeah, um, yeah. My dad is the original red pill. I'll say my dad yeah. is the original black pill. Yeah. Mm. Um, my dad just turned 86 and my parents are not typical. They are not the typical 81 year old mom and 86 year old dad. My dad still is on my ass whenever I talk to him, which I know, let's put it this way. I know my dad is healthy because he's in my shit. Okay. But growing up, I'm going to say my dad was, my dad was a, really good father masculine father doing things with us that you know everything from shooting guns fishing camping um you name it he did it but my dad was a hard ass people ask me you know have you been have you ever been in the service and i'm like yeah i was in the marines for 18 years believe me you have no clue (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) i remember my dad say we used to you know there was times you know to do chores or we're gonna go chop wood we're gonna go you know, we're going to go cut wood and we're going to just do something. We're always doing something. And it was feet on the deck. I don't know if you guys know what that means, feet on the deck. Well, it didn't matter if you were sleeping or not. When he said get up, when he came back in that room, you could be passed out on the couch, but your feet better be on that floor. So, um, But uh, my dad was and still is a good, a good father. Um, when you talk about definition of masculinity and um but also my dad i don't want to say he has a soft side but if you were hurting you could talk now you're not going to get the response that you probably wanted Uh but you are going to get a response from Uh, it's like it's like when i was talking with elliot it was it was what what I had called a heart punch. My dad was able to give me a heart punch to go ahead and wake me up if there was an issue in my life. And my dad was very good at waking me up. So, and still is to this day. Cool. Well, I'm taking notes, Tony. Appreciate that, man. All right. Uh, I have a question up there. Um, Does your dad still treat you like a kid, even though you're a grown man? (laughs) Absolutely. It's just, it's funny. It is. It's crazy. You know, you always think like the roles reversed and maybe they have a little bit, you know, um, you know, we're, we grew up in Italian household. So I still, you know, my brothers, my dad, we, you know, we all give each other a hug and a kiss. You know, I always like, like now, you know, my dad, before I leave, I was there um, on his birthday. And before I leave, I kiss him on the top of the head. But uh, and my family always has this thing to where 
when you leave the house, everybody walks out to your car. So they walk out to my truck and then you still talk for another 30 minutes. <laughs> I don't know if it's an Italian thing, but it is. No, nah, that's a Mexican thing and also black okay. black thing too sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've experienced that for sure. Yeah, you just don't yeah. leave you just don't leave the house. You get you get walked out to the car and you get talked to for about 20 minutes and then you can leave. So, you know. But yeah, my dad is uh is uh he's quite a character. You have no idea. Perfect. All right. Now we got QB Passport Flexin. Welcome to the vital message. Do you have a question, comment, or grievance for Tony or myself? Um, Tony, question for you. What kind of led you to be open to letting black pillars on your stream coming from the red pill side and being a red pill like content creator more or less? Just, just the honesty of everybody, man. Just the honesty. Just I can see the character. Like I was talking about masks earlier. Nobody has a mask on this panel. You know, I don't care if you have an avatar. You know, I, I, I know a lot of you guys. I mean, I know, you know, I know what right. shift, you know, I, you know, I know what shift looks like. I know what Caduceus. I know what QB looks like. You know, I know, you know, I've spent, I've spent a couple hours talking with Blackskin here, man. Um, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the honesty. Nobody has a mask. I, I just, I feel, now like, I do. I feel like I've known. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've known everybody. Like, like I grew up with you guys. And right, to me, that's, you know, that's important. Right. The reason why I asked that, that stream that you had where it was literally like the red pill dating coaches versus the black pillars. Like that really kind of gave us like a voice into the whole realm of, okay, you know, a lot of these black pillars are making valid points like that. That was a serious roast on those dating coaches, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I don't know if they gave you shit afterwards. They probably did, but it's like, Hey, you know, the black pillars, they made valid points with their arguments how can you judge and because of some of those red pillars is the reason why I kind of made my own channel you know mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's like I said you you know you guys were just everybody that was you know when I started looking at some of the content and I hate putting people into categories I really really do you know um I wish I wish there was another term for black pillars. I just I just wish there was, because I think there's certain the community that I'm familiar with is like the coolest community there is. You like could just say AOD. It's your favorite. Adapt yeah. or die. I like that. Or like, you yeah. Know, you can always just pick and choose who you like yeah. and who you don't like. You don't have to yeah. say you like everyone in a group. Yeah. Um, I, I think that. I think that, again, to me, the, the the black pill is really just the original red pill. It's just, it was, the red pill was supposed to be about truth. But it's no longer about truth. It, it's, it's telling you so many lies. It really is. And to me, again, masks, man. Masks. Nobody yeah, has masks. 
Yeah. Hey, I, I want to appreciate that you didn't lie to me when I said I saw you at Sizzle this weekend. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't, you didn't have a mask on. I did rip your mask off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was partying. Like, I was, yeah. I was, we were on the yacht together, man. It's not authentic if the knees don't touch. Yeah. 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 So, is, is, is Iende still going to speak at the 21? I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I mean, I, I you know, I, 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 I'm going to stay neutral on that. I'm going to, I don't want to say I'm going to judge somebody. I'm going to have to judge somebody when I meet him. But I totally get, I get that. And I mean, QB, you know, I got to be straight up, bro. You made some valid points, dude. I mean, I'm sorry, but there's, you know, when you had said, you know, if somebody offered you $50,000 to sleep with a dude, you just ain't gonna do it. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit that when you're talking about in person versus like um, online, I can't. I don't think I was. I don't think I would have been able to compose myself in person when he called up Dwight, and then when QB tilted him and slammed and he slammed the table. Like I might have <laughs> I I, I shown a bit too much like like comical face or whatever. Like I wouldn't be able to compose myself. I couldn't even breathe from laughing so hard. It was just like Dwight just fucking killed him. This uh, is, you got to interview Dwight. Yeah, hey, hey, we, like, hey, we'll reach out to him. Uh, we'll see if we can get him on the show someday. Get Dwight, uh, maybe Valentino too. You never know. It's, <laughs> it's just, you know, I mean, I mean, let's get real. That's incriminating. I'm, I, You know, you know what some people will say. Oh, you don't look good enough to do that. But if you did, you would do it. It's like I don't think so. I don't think I would. Nah, bro. Fuck that. Are you kidding me? And then like game in a in a fucking gay club. What the fuck? Come on, yeah, I, bro. I, I don't see the logic in that one. I just, I just don't. I just, you know, I, 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 I know people will do certain things for money, but I mean, don't you have to just draw the line somewhere? I guess that line is different spot for every guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, you could just go to like Guatemala where like QB is going, and there's like chicks everywhere. It's like God. It's like heaven. It's like right now, now Tony, I gotta ask you this serious question. Yeah. So man. obviously, you know, you had the red pill uh, conferences. Mm-hmm. You know, a black pillar saying, you know what? Don't go to any of these red pill conventions. You know, come come to QB's Hormaxine Adventure Boot Camp <laughs> and it's guaranteed fun and you're going to leave happy. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Now, granted, I know guys can pick and choose. Yeah, but, I don't, I don't have any promoted. I don't have any issue with it, man. I really don't. I don't, I don't have an issue with, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't, you know, the Hormaxine thing, I don't agree with, but that's, it's not like I have any have any hate for anybody that does it hey that's your choice you're giving a guy an, an option and that's an option for him i don't know what to say i don't agree with it I, let's put it this way i don't agree with it i i made a specific point i wouldn't agree with that for a guy for his first time to have sex to me i think it could be damaging that's just me okay but you are giving guys options now when it comes to the convention and stuff like that I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the, the just everybody who's there. 
And again, face-to-face -face meeting, you know, man-to-man, -man, you, you can't beat it. You really can't. Yeah, I'm going to bring on a couple more guests before getting David Little's question. Um, let's pull up a nice little shield here. Uh, let's start with Uncle Guns. How are you doing, man? I got the Ronald McDonald shield. Great. Thanks. <laughs> and we also have a, a funny name, Eric Everhard. Welcome to the Vital Message. <laughs> Eric Everhard. Beautiful. You are live on the Vital Message, Eric. I see Eric, birds chirping. Eric, you got, the beautiful, you got the birds chirping in the background. It's a wonderful uh, late spring night. Eric, are you, are you Darth Vader? Are you ever hard right now? Fuck your mother. Right. Fuck your mother, wow, okay. Wow, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all right. It's, all right. <laughs> Eric, ever, bro, give it up for Eric Everhard. Yeah, give it up. Yay, give it up Eric. to Eric. Yay. Yeah, internet never forgets. I don't know oh if you guys God. noticed my avatar, but I did a, uh, I wanted to do a new profile. So I actually, Joe Rogan had this out on his, uh, I think it was on his Instagram. So I totally ripped off Joe Rogan with that pose. So you guys know <laughs> the shadowing and everything. So that's where I got yeah. it. Nice. Oh, yeah. oh, well, David Little is up next, the deacon himself. Do you have a question, uh, comment, let me tell you, let me tell you, or baby. a grievance for Tony or myself? This one's a heated one. Tony, I have a great question. First of all, you are the man. Leather Don cloth, that leather, the leather Don clad Don, the man with the, with the surfboard and the machine gun under the sleeve. But I'm just going to say, would you be open to do a stream with your brother? Would I be open to do a stream with my brother? Like in a future time? Yeah, I mean, I've done them before, but there's, you know, I, I don't want to get into that too much. But... Gotcha. There's uh, there's some issues that have to be worked out, and uh, you know he is my brother, and if it can be worked out, so be it. But you Definitely. get to you get a, you get to a point in your life to where you just don't I don't know you just don't you got to stand on your own ten toes, man. Gotcha, and you got to stay firm, family or no family. And that's that's really all I can say about that. I feel you on that point, man. I thought I would have to be that guy to ask the punt, you know, the question that's a little bit, you know. So I definitely subscribe to both of you. You know, I definitely got some nuggets of wisdom from both of you. Where George is a little more trad in certain areas, but I definitely learned a lot from you guys. I would say y'all guys are officially my surrogate big brothers in a way. Appreciate you know that, I mean? man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you as well, man. The time you gave me on your panels allowed me to grow even into my own content creator and learning from you constantly, man. Yeah, that's cool, man. David, you're you're always welcome. You know, you're you're your family, man. You know? I appreciate that. Um, I I'm I'm so lucky to have a great group of guys that agree agree on a lot of stuff and disagree on a whole ton of shit. You know, but nobody gets butt hurt. No one does. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's so important. You know, as we said earlier, there's no agree to disagree. We just disagree. You know? Everybody's got their, you know, I look at it this way. Under these type of umbrellas, everybody has their place. You know, there's something, I mean, I look at like, like with my boy Blacksick in here talking about the horoscope stuff, man. I'll tell you what, I got really deep into that in the past month. I really did. And you know, we had a 
we had some deep discussions here, literally on the phone, man, um, and talking about a lot of things, personal things. And it's it it, it kind of opened my eyes a bit to um, like personalities and why people are like they are. And so I'm 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 interested in that more than I probably ever. Thought. Yeah, it's like a yeah. it's like a lot of people hate it, but to be honest, it's just another piece of data. It's just the, another way of like someone else telling you this is how you are, and then you could just like look at it, analyze it, and see if it's true. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Tony's a natural man. Like he said, he made just he just started or whatever. But like talking to him, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Not only about astrology, but also just life, man. Having Tony as a um, as an ally, as a friend, is really. <laughs> I've already seen level leveled up, myself leveling up in my life. I really he's great appreciate to talk it. to. Yeah, he's yeah. very great to talk to, and um, he doesn't get butt hurt or anything. And it's just a great conversation overall. Like I always have a good time talking to Tony. Yeah, well, you could you could find out uh, Tony's birth chart on the the tenth if you're into the astrology. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have. I'm looking forward to that, bro. I really, really am. We're gonna have a little fun little stream with uh, an astrologer who's gonna do our readings and dope. Whether you think they're full of shit or or just fun to to, to go around, mm-hmm. or if you think you're predicting the future, tune in for sure. Find out a little bit what the stars say about some of your panelists here. Yeah. And I, I gotta I gotta screen a guest here, and then we can continue talking, and then we can get into Guns's point. We There's got, my Joe Rogan post. I know he just cammed up. He's all good. It's Muhammad. How's it going, man? Hey guys, hello everybody. What's hey, up, Muhammad? Muhammad, I'm all good, yeah. man. I, I yes. like so, does anyone else have more on that topic, yeah. or can we go into there, Uncle Guns? There. Yeah, I want I want to go a little deeper into that because I I think I I think I posted the comment that um, Laxican put and one of in a response to uh, I'm not sure if it was my Instagram or I think it maybe was his oh, it was his YouTube his YouTube uh, um, video and that comment his response to me really hit me hard he hit it right on the right on the I mean it, you couldn't have you couldn't have pegged it any better I mean, that's a bad word did I say peg Okay. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold on, man. You couldn't you were, have nailed you were, it. You were better. the first one right here. That was sus. <laughs> but, um, you know, I again, I take notes. And one of the things, you know, I've got notes about that. And what what people will probably notice about me is, is or you haven't, most of the time I'm pretty chill. But I am either hot or cold. There is no mid-range for me. There really isn't. I prefer to be on the chill side. So I think people do, and I have posted this in some of my memes that I made, that people mistake my compassion and kindness for weakness. And you can push that. You can push that so far until I have to. I have to just, I don't want to say let you have it, but I'm going to. It's like when somebody is telling me that the sky isn't blue, the water isn't wet. Well, that's when that's when you're going to get me. So that's when you're going to get the, the hot side. So, but I don't have a. I don't think I have a mid range. I really don't. I'm either full on or full off. There's no middle. So I don't know what Blackskin has to say about that because he's a fellow Scorpio. I mean, we're Scorpio energy. We're just uh, we're 
a person of extremes. It's like really no gray area. I mean, there is, however, dude, we're really passionate about things. Yeah. We like you. We, we love you to death. When we hate you, we hate you. Yeah. And we'll let <laughs> and you. And you may not know it, but you'll feel it. I'll just yeah, leave so, it at so, that. So Blaxican, is this you? Nah, I like you. No, I want you. And uh, uh, we can do it the easy way or the hard way. <laughs> I, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's not, for the record, that's not me. However, I agree with his statement yeah. with life in general. But I don't agree with his way of life. Yeah. Okay, so, so you I like booty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sizzle. Never been there. So, so this isn't you. Every hole to go. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. It's always yeah, man. every time, man. Is it you, Vital? Did you just mask, unmask yourself? Are you showing us what? something? No, oh, no, it's not me. Well, oh, that's not me. Okay. I'm, I'm from a small <laughs> town called London. Oh. <laughs> okay, you're freak Ashley. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Yeah. Yeah. Any man. more thoughts on this topic about the signs well, or whatever? Because I want to bring in Uncle Guns' question shortly uh, after. Yes. Oh, Uncle Guns on astrology is always my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, like I said, I just, I just, like I said, I, I've heard about it, and I mean, I, I'll be straight up when it comes to like dating and things like that. When women find out, and and I'm, I'm sure blacks can, can agree with me on this. A lot of women are into astrology, so yes. women that are, when they're into astrology and they find out that you're a Scorpio, they either love you or they hate you, mm-hmm. or it's both. Wow. Yeah, they both. Extremes. I might, I might drop a birth chart and just put it on my, yeah. my dating profile. Yeah. I'll be just on- say you're Scorpio. You're good. I put, I put on Scorpio Moon. Like I'm the worst yeah. of the worst. The Blackskin knows too. It's like uh, I got, yeah. I got the Taurus, and a, and a bull that's on the move is unstoppable. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's great, man. Look out! <laughs> Look out, man. So yeah, it was. It's interesting to me. It really is. Now you know. I've also grown up to where, you know, if you're a Christian guy, that that's just pure evil. And anytime oh, you yeah. look into that, you're entertaining evil, letting all right life. Now there's witchcraft. I'm, I'm going to disagree with that because I think that I'm strong enough as a man to know that I can look at something and look at it from a point of view to where I can say I can judge for myself, but I don't think that certain things are coincidences. Okay. I think there's things that you can explain. You just can't explain them. But when you see something like right in front of your face, like, like, just kind of take it in, soak it in, and understand it. So that's kind of what I'm doing with that, with the whole like horoscope thing. I don't think I think most guys think, like I say, you think it's like feminine, but I don't think it is. I think it tells. It, it's it just data. Yeah. It's just data. If guys just viewed viewed it as data, and um, like a different point of view. Then I'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I can analyze my weaknesses here, you yeah. know. And then you analyze your tendencies. That's about it, you know. Yeah, I mean, when I had to, uh, you know, I had to. It's funny because I said I had. I was saying in the private chat I had to uh, call my mommy, 
and ask her what time I was born. <laughs> I was born at 2 a.m. So, uh, so we'll find out what that means, I guess. Yeah, we'll find the, the witching out. hour. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what uh, the urban mermaid has to say. Yeah, I can't wait. About That's that. going to be a good one, man. That'll I'm actually good. real excited about that stream. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be fun. It'll be fun to see the chat spurg out about astrology. I'm curious who who all is getting. Uh, what do we call it, Black? Do we call it analyzed? Uh, natal chart reading. Okay. okay. Birth yeah. chart. Yeah. Birth I chart. Natal. There, natal birth. Same thing. There's even another section called numerology, which I find pretty fascinating. Like yeah. I'm a life path eight. I'm all about wealth, power, and like you know, like yeah. infinity. And Caduceus is number eight as well. So it's just funny. Uh, yeah. He's a life path eight. Know. Yeah. It's a powerful number. If you put it upside down, it's infinity symbol. That's right. So yeah. That's my tats, man. There's, got there's, so, there's so much weird, weird stuff to keep track of, man. Yep. It's crazy. That's a good segue to Uncle Guns. Yeah, let's go into Uncle Guns. <laughs> weird stuff to keep track Love you, Uncle Guns. Love you, Uncle. You have a question, comment. Grievance for Tony my, or myself. My sign. My sign is eye protection, ear protection required on range. <laughs> there you go. That's a good the idea. Sign is the lesson. Great sign right there. Saving, saving hearing right there. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, where would where would any of us be without the legend here? I mean, where would any of us be? I've you know been here you know a little over a year now and. It's it's been a crazy ride, you know, to 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 kind of use Tony's language. It's been a, it's been a wild wave, you know, and you kind of have to go with the wave. You don't have a you don't have a choice, otherwise you're going to wipe out. And you know, uh, with with that being said, uh, you know, where with with everything that's happened in the manosphere over the past couple of years, and especially with a couple of people past, including the great Kevin Samuels. Uh, where do you where do you see the manosphere going in the future? Oh man, that's a great question. I hope it just I hope it leans just more positive, man. I gotta see that. Now, okay. What I found out in, in a lot of parts of the manosphere is that when somebody is is has the truth or a mirror stuck up to their fucking face, they say it's negative. Okay. That's one change I want to see in the next mm-hmm. is stop saying things are negative when it, there's just certain truths that you can't avoid. That's that's an issue. But I do think that the the future well hell here I want you guys to go ahead and get one of these. See what that says? The future is masculine. Yeah, wear that shirt. I'll, 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 I dare anybody to put that shirt on and wear it. I dare you. You will get the most feedback you will ever get when you pop this shirt on and go do about your regular day. I don't care if it's Walmart. I don't care where it is. You can get those at Twenty One Studios. I think he has it in the in the links. But get one of those and wear it. You want feedback from people? You're going to get all sorts of feedback. Um. I don't think it's I don't think it's a negative. Uh, in fact, I get I'm going to say I probably get. I've got a couple of those shirts. When I wear that, I probably get 70 percent positive feedback when I wear a shirt like that. 
And out of that 70% of positive feedback, I'm going to say 80% of it is women, without a doubt. Interesting. Great answer. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. Would any, any of you guys on the panel wear a shirt like that? Yeah, let's do yeah, it. why not? I would. Yeah, I would. Let's yeah. do it. Okay, you want? I used to see the face? opposite in California. In exactly. California, I saw the feature is feminine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that though. If this you, shirt, it will. You you're going to be surprised when you wear that shirt. How many people you trigger? I'll, I'll be I'll be in California for a bit in the summer, so I might have to wear that out there. One yeah. time, I wore an anti-feminist <laughs> shirt. And I went to a club with it, and actually, I got more positive feedback. <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is absolutely insane. I was like, I kept wearing that shirt. So. You probably got laid too. You yeah. don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Have to. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a story about probably, probably been almost probably a year and a half, probably a year and a half or so. I was wearing that shirt, and I was actually in Walmart, and a lady poked me in the back and said some bitchy fucking comments. I told her, I said, man, you're about to lose that finger, lady. Like, don't ever fuck Tony, was she no, fat? No, it, was she fat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, there what, we go. What, what, there what we I go. find is that, like, a lot of the – this is going to sound, like, harsh, but a lot of the, the women that get upset about these things, they're often not very attractive. Yeah. And, they, yeah. and the attractive ones, they either don't care. They, they don't care because they, yeah. they got their own stuff to do yeah. and they got a lot of attention already or – they like you and that they don't care about the shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is a, it is a great message. Um, I mean, you know, I, tr- I, I trolled in a hard, hard way. I don't know if you guys saw that documentary I did called whisper loud with the black lives matter protests near my house. And, uh, when I was filming it, I was wearing that shirt just so you guys know, <laughs> you know, and there was every pink, pink, purple haired, um, whatever you want to call them, they were everywhere. Dude, that is such a sham movement. It's not even funny. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I, um, I challenge everybody to just wear a shirt like that and just kind of see the feedback that you get. And you're going to be surprised. You're actually going to get more positive feedback than you are negative. Just, uh, just a thought. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to address this real quick. If you have a question for me, uh, the priority goes to panelists over commenters. So if you really have something you want to get off your chest, the link is in the top of the chat. Uh, and Uncle Guns, was that your question, or should I move on to Muhammad? No, move on to Muhammad, man. Uh, I'm just I'm just glad to be here with Tony and all the fellas, man. Hey, we're glad to have you too, Uncle Guns. I just got I got I got to say something too. I got to say something to Guns. And uh, just so you guys know, Guns cammed up with me, so I know what Guns looks like. You guys might not, but I do. And he is what he says he is, my my boy. So just so I'm you as know. ugly as I claim to be. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, what, what's great is everybody. You know, I know what everybody looks like, and uh, and it's awesome because you know we might have avatars right now, but none of these guys have masks, and everybody is who they say they are. There yeah, to- Tony has rated all of our faces. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Whether it's over or not. <laughs> Two out of ten here, you know. Yeah. It's just, yep. He's rated them all. He's, uh... It's just good. You know what? To me, to me, I, and, you know, all you guys, 
you know, that when you came up backstage with me or whatever stream, it, it, it really does show me that, that, that you guys trust me, you know, like I'm not screen recording. I'm not going to dox you. Um, and to me, I, I salute you guys for that. I, I really appreciate that. It's, it's a level of trust that I think that level of trust is earned. It's not given freely. And, and I appreciate all you guys for doing that. That, that, that meant a lot to me. So. That's, that's kind of the point I was making before. I mean, you know, I, I, it's, it, I think it's going to be somewhat of a rocky road. I see a lot of men waking up. I see a lot of men kind of coming around, especially in these yep. tumultuous times. And, yeah. you know, like you were saying, I think uh, for the most part, they're embracing positivity and kind of embracing that masculinity of, OK, it's time to, you know, time to time to put the boots on and, you know, and get to work. You know, that's all there is to it. It's time it's time to get to work and do what you got to do. And, and, you know, we we need we need, you know, level headed guys like Tony Bruno. We need we need that kind of, you know look at all perspectives, you know, take in all accounts, you know, make decisions for yourself. You know, I've learned a lot from, from Tony over, over the, over the year here. You know, I, I learned a lot from you guys. I learned a lot from the entire manosphere. You know, I, I learned a lot from the black pill. I, that's something I never thought I would do, but hanging out with Tony kind of led to that. Hey, have an open mind, just sit back and listen. You know, you, 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 you're not, you don't have to be right about everything. You know, I, I always have a saying, you know, I reserve the right to change my mind when I receive new information. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you know, I always kind of took that saying for granted. And I thought saying something like that was kind of making me a know-it-all, but it, it doesn't. It, 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 it makes you, it makes you arrogant. And, you know, knowing it all means you admit that you know nothing and hanging out with Tony and other guys, you know, will, will point that out. It'll, you know, going back to the ego, it'll, it'll, it'll make you realize, hey, you're, you, you may not as be as good as you say you are. You may not as be as cool as you say you are. You know, unfortunately, Tony is that cool. Tony is the guy that a lot of guys in the manosphere wish that that they could be. That's that's a nice compliment, man. I just, uh, I appreciate that. One of the things I want to add on to that in this whole umbrella is that. These objective truths are not negative. I think people look at as truth is not negative. Something as simple, again, I'll go back to the attraction is not a choice. People look at that as negative. That's not a negative thing. Um, Caduceus has one of the best responses to that. Like, the world is your laboratory. Go out and explore. You know, Work on it. Figure See, out what you're good at. Yeah. yeah. Live an optimal life for you, not what someone else tells you to be. Yeah. Truth is not negative, man. It's not. It's free. It's, it's It takes a load off your back. People think a lot of times this truth that they hear puts a load on their back. No, it, it frees you. It's a release, man. You know? I mean, there was, you know, you can, you know, I remember, you know, like, like back in the day, you know, when I started losing my hair, I started, I started trimming my hair. I remember taking a picture of, of Sting from the police to my dad. And I'm like, all right. You know, he had about the same hairline I had back then. So I'm like, I want my hair cut like that. And so my dad was doing that. And then finally, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to just shave my head. Now, dude, I was shaving my head before. Like, everybody shaves their fucking head now. 
I was doing it way before anybody else was. And I was in shock. Now I went, for, you know what I mean? Like women have never been a problem for me, but when I shaved my head back then, literally over well over 20 years ago, I didn't realize like until I did it, like how many women absolutely love it. It was maybe because maybe even back then it was, it wasn't as popular. That's for sure. But there, there is no, to me, there is no, like, that's another hot or cold thing. Like they either like it or they don't, you know what I mean? But it opened up, it opened up a whole new category for me. Let's just say, so, um, you know, anybody that's worried about it, don't worry. I guess if you got a ugly mug or a, not a mug, but a dome, whatever, it's probably a little rougher for you, but you know, it can be just like, if it's over, it's over. It's like fucking let it go. And it never bothered me one second. It just didn't, you know, it's just one of those things that I never had an issue with. Yeah, but you now have a beacon. Yeah. <laughs> beacon that'll bring people over. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but it did. I mean, I, w I was just, uh, I remember, um, you know, I, you know, I used to go down to South Florida a lot, West Palm beach and Miami and all those places. And, uh, you know, and I was just, I was kind of like, <laughs> I just was shocked that women would just like run up to you like, like this and just want to like rub your head and grab you. And I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm so glad I shaved my head, you know, rather than having that, I don't know. I call it like a monk look or a monk ring or whatever, you know, just go ahead and fucking shave it. You know? But that's, that's my story on that. You know, if you guys are losing your hair, I guess nowadays you can get like transplants or whatever. But, uh, if, if, uh, if you just want to truly be, be free, just say, fuck it. Shave it. Yeah. Now it's in style. I, I think I might buy the transplant, but if I can rock the Patrick Stewart. Well, yeah. Caduceus, you can get a transplant in Mexico for about 4K. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like looking at genetics of my family. There's a chance I won't even need it, but it's, I'm just right. having that as a backup plan is good. Well, I believe, I believe uh, your genetics are from our paternal, from your mother's. It would be your your mother's father. Take a look at him. Oh, that's even that's better, future. man. That's, that's even your, better. That's your future. Yeah. Now, look oh, at my, he, he died. He died with a full head of hair. I'm doing you look at if I was to show you a picture. In fact, on my Instagram, there's a picture of me and my grandfather. Now he died when my mom was very young, but we look a lot alike. And he was pretty much a cue ball when he got married. So <laughs> that that was my future. But my brothers have hair, so you know it is what it is. Yeah, you drew that straw. Now yeah. we uh, we have the a doctor in the house, but he's been patient lately. We got Muhammad. Oh, nice! By the way, that's funny. Good I'm, fun. I'm 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 not a doctor for the purposes of this stream. Absolute disclaimer. Hey, absolutely, no <laughs> medical advice on the show. Do no not medical advice is rendered. No here. medical advice here. Not. That you can't yeah. say we're giving medical information because we're not giving medical yeah. advice. Yeah, look, right, I Muhammad. yeah. Question, comment. Yeah, how's everybody? Agreements, a greeting. Oh, we're doing a well. Grievance to who? Hey, you got to give people the option to set off some smoke. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, no. Look, look. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm I, happy I, just to hang around with you guys, all if, of if, you here and there. 
Yeah. If somebody so wants to give me shit, go for it. I've taken a lot of shit, man. I mean, I have no, no issue. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I yeah. I I think that the realms where I could, you know, had to you know disagree with any of you is is not here actually. It's uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it can. We can have disagreement. But see, here's the thing. Tony, the good thing about people like you or, or most people here is that even when there is a disagreement, we don't tend to rub it into face of each other. We know when to back off. And that's the essence of a good exchange. And the problem arises, I'm happy for anybody to say Prophet Muhammad was a pedophile and God is a spaghetti flying monster. I don't agree. And there, that is what it is. And yeah, an atheist yeah, can I, say, I, 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 I don't believe pause, in a God. I'm just going to pause you. Let's mm -hmm. not bring up like kids and stuff like that. Just for the sake yeah. of the oh, show. Oh, is it, oh, is, is it? Is it one of those things that gets your uh, thing struck off? Is it? Is it? It's, is that it's also? It's not okay, a good okay, topic got it. to bring up. Yeah, good, gonna, got it, got it, got it. I'm just yeah, going to say that for future. Like, I know you're yeah, saying yeah. it like historically. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, like, no, no, no. I, 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 I got it. Yeah, thanks for the, for the heads up because I don't do a lot of streams and I don't know what is good and what is right and what is kosher and what is not yeah so i know you're just trying to know. be historically yeah. accurate yeah. but I, yeah I so so but see here's the thing there, there are people who will say god doesn't exist and i'll say yeah sure people will ask me do you believe in god i said yes i do and they'll say why do you believe in god and i'll tell them why but i, I have no intention or even a remote desire to make them agree with me well you you got your own reflection i've got my own reflection and there is that is all there I'm just so, sorry. I'm yeah. laughing at Asvaroon's comments. <laughs> Asvaroon, man. Oh, man. It's just attracted to a <laughs> Asvaroon, you, no, you got to come no, next no, stream. <laughs> you got to come next stream and teach us astrology, <laughs> man. You know what's yeah. funny is I love long hair on a woman. I, I, I can tell you some I've seen Tony I've, and I, I'm sure uh, you you may not uh, find it but like I've seen some bald women who are quite attractive actually who keep oh keep, hell keep no the uh, they, gotta, they gotta have some hair you, 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 remind, yeah. hey, hell you, no. you guys are reminding me of uh, I think self made at a compilation of TikToks and one of them was the dude the the the, the, the woman upset at her boyfriend be like whose hair tie is this he's like it's yours <laughs> i swear it's not and it goes to him and oh, she was bald, she was bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah bald women are not attractive i'm sorry it's just yeah it's just i mean uh, no no disrespect to cancer patients or stuff but yeah a woman gotta have like, long what, hair like, man. what are you gonna what are you gonna pull man like you just what are you gonna smack the head for good luck <laughs> Oh, I think we got self-made, just rubbing his locks there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you Muhammad. Know, Muhammad. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'll let you answer this. First, yeah. When I had first shaved my head, there was doctors that I did work for. And um, and uh, I saw him in the supermarket. And he came up, and he shook my hand, and he did okay. the double hand. Like, how you doing, Tony? Good to see you. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, he's acting weird. And I'm <laughs> like, no, 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 I don't have cancer. I just shaved my head. <laughs> so. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh shit! So, man, Woody, Woody Johnson, Woody Johnson, Woody Johnson, Tony Buller. All right, yeah, I think that comment like caps that one off. We got self-made. Welcome to the stream. You got a question, comment, grievance for the stream. Well, I got the smoke. I got the smoke. Uh, let's bring the pictures up with Sizzle and all the oh, yeah, boys. Let's, let's get Sizzle uh -oh. right, <laughs> right there. 
Oh no! <laughs> so joking. As, as you can oh, see, no. we got um, we found out that this was actually Tony's splooge. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the funny part is that is my laptop. Yeah, one of the questions I wanted to ask, I had a two-part question, one for you and then one for Muhammad. The first part question is for Tony on the Tinder debacle. How does a man get banned off of Tinder? Is it because of so much bravado? Is it the leather jacket? You got to let us know. And the second part question is, backstage, Muhammad, I need you to check my right buttock because I have a mole. <laughs> no, virtual, no virtual examinations, no medical advice. <laughs> oh, he wants a private consultation. He wants a private consultation, man. You got to pay, pay the man for his time. Uh, you guys are awesome. I got HMO. So, got HMO. So the question was, what self? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have one of these oh. right now. How does one how does one man get banned off of Tinder? Well, well <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give two explanations. The first one is simply that um, after you meet somebody on there and let's just say you you did your due diligence and then you completely ghost um that's one way i'm sure the second way is to say in your profile some of you need to lose weight <laughs> and uh, please do not contact me so that might be um yeah. that might be another one i, I don't know it's it's actually it's impossible for me to get out all right, just wanted to ask that question. Thank yeah, you, the I man. Gotta the for, I got to pour one out for Tinder. Cheers. I'm going to go back down and chat, guys. All right, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, bro. Yeah, don't, 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 don't they not tell you what reason you got banned for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're supposed yeah. to. So, so then when you appeal it, you don't know what you're appealing. Yeah, I don't. Can you appeal it? Wait, I Tony, you got banned from Tinder. Absolutely. That is epic. What? About what happened? Two years ago. Um, I believe, uh, you know, in fact, I think uh, myself, I know Anthony Johnson is banned. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I, would, I would, like, dig deeper on this, but, like, I got banned off of Hinge for, like, literally yeah. no reason. I, I, I got banned off Tinder, too, man. That shit is just right of passage. Yeah. Were you guys sending deep, deep pictures to girls? No, no. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I, it was it just... happened, happened uh, the Hinge one happened right after I ghosted a chick. I, you I, know, I, I, I had on my profile, I did say, like, some of you, some of y'all need to stop eating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Like, just stop eating. Like an incendiary comment. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I thought. I don't You're know, just so, promoting fasting. Yeah, like, fasting focused lifestyle. I got I got reported because I did I put like um I think it was like I put I'm super anti-feminist. That's it, you know. The, the you know, and then in New York City, that's that's a big no-no, right? Like so no. yeah, so insta ban, like fucking shit. Oh, it's you know? it's it's good that you guys have closure. You know what got you banned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to me I think it was it hey. was uh it could have been that or think I think it was for me, I think it was in the actual um the ghost effect we'll call it. 
Yeah, that ghost that ghost effect, you might you get some people who are like, if I can't have you, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, RIP Tinder. Hey Tinder Tinder still has <laughs> me on their service, so thanks thanks to Tinder for not kicking me out and kicking out well, the leather jacket. All, all I gotta shit. say is Bumble Bumble is great. Oh yeah, Bumble is actually pretty yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm on Bumble too. Shout out to Q. I, I got, I get less, I get less matches on Bumble, but they they convert more with them. Bumble overseas is actually pretty good. So, Ooh, yeah. Slider is like the lottery. Yep. Yes. Yes. Tons yeah, pretty much. I, I think they're they're all like. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think of the uh, the autistic dating app that's out? Was it called Hickey? <laughs> what? <laughs> This is a new app now? <laughs> I heard about that for someone. Um, I guess there's an autism-based dating app called Hickey. H-I-K-I. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was, cri- I thought it was cringe when we found the league. There was the one, like, if you're a millionaire, you can be on this. You know, and they oh, open yeah. it up for everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a profile on there. Instead, I'm going to just have my head tip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's how it is. You just need to like look away from the camera. Like, not, you can't not, look in there. No, no eye contact. No eye contact. Uh, we're, we're so oh messed. Oh man, up. that's brutal, man. <laughs> I, I no words. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, what's it called? Hickey? I think it's called Hickey. H i k i. Why would it be called that? I'm just curious. I don't know. I, like I, I, I mean, must, it's got to stand for something. Oh, there's a there's another like a fucking app called, um, called Minder, like for oh, Muslims. That's the Muslims. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> what? There's a there's a Muslim Tinder, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting fucking Muslim hosts. <laughs> no, so, so like a, couple, a couple of my college buddies were Muslims, and they they talked about Minder and how like yeah, I met this chick off Minder. Well, well, wait, a minute, wait a minute. So if it's an Indian one, it's gonna be called Mohinder. Yeah, oh. no, it's like uh, it's called Salam now, but now but it's I still call it Minder. But damn, it doesn't matter if they Salam. wear hijab, bro. They they're just hoes, man. Mohinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Shout uh, out Nix- Nixon's commenting in solidarity here. <laughs> Shad Assad. Tony, do you even use dating apps? Or are you meeting girls organically, or it's like, uh... it's? Um, I'd say it's it's a fifty fifty thing with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I kind of fade in, fade out, but. Um, it's just one of those things. And, you know, I've learned my lesson on, on apps not to, uh, I would never meet a woman without video chatting. Gotcha. Oh, that that's oh, number one. I, I, Always. I just, I just realized Muhammad changed his name to Chaddam Hussein. Chaddam <laughs> Hussein. Oh, God. Don't forget that Chad, Chad was a Chad Rajid. I'm going to turn that rack into an Iraq. <laughs> I made the mistake of meeting oh, somebody, meeting somebody without video chatting, and mm-hmm. the catfishing is brutal. Yeah, yeah if know. you don't do video chat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and even video chat can be um, deceiving. Especially yeah. that, that nice above. like that nice angle from above. Yep. Or... Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a tell right there. I mean, if, yeah. if they're holding the camera up here. That's like you know. Something we're we're bringing on another guest. 50 pounds, without a doubt. 
Yeah, we're bringing on another guest here. We got Gauss Newton. What's up? What's up, bro? What's up? How's it Ooh. going? How's everybody? What's, What's up, up Gauss? Gauss. Welcome to the Vital Message. Do you have a question, comment, or grievance for Tony, myself, or anyone else on the panel? No, no. I, I was just uh, late to the party and then self uh, said uh, join on, so I said, all right, cool. Cool. Uh, we're glad to have you, man. Any any Absolutely. thoughts about this conversation? About we're now talking about we strayed over to dating apps. <laughs> what what's been your experience on dating apps, Gauss? Uh, I've never been on it um, because well, I live in Miami, so. I just oh, walk okay. out the door. oh, did yeah. you see Tony and myself at Sizzle? He's really pushing that, Vital. Damn. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you know it's bad Miami when. Like yeah. Gauss knows Miami inside and out, and he never heard of Sizzle. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, right, sorry, I got I to let you know. Like, talk the average gay person doesn't know about Sizzle. You have to be, like, a part of, like, the secret society. I would imagine that if it's a secret society, they have a handshake too. Is it just? Oh there? god! Oh man! It's, it's the okay. reach around. It's the reach it's, around. It's, the knee, it's the knee touching. This. No, it's the knee touching. It's a you know? it's yeah. yeah, it has to oh, be authentic. So. Yeah, uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna screen another guest, but I would like to have Gauss um, expand upon his experiences in Miami, not at Sizzle, at other nightclubs. <laughs> uh, let's bring on Bill Blass. Welcome to the stream. You are on the Vital Hi. Message. What's yep. up? All right, how you doing? Uh, I just had a question for Tony uh, Bruno. Well, let's let's get Gauss's comment, and then you'll be in next. Okay, thank How's you. How's that sound, Bill? Well, thanks for showing that you're a real person. Uh, <laughs> The Gauss, yeah. I'll just have you expand on your Miami thing. Like, what was kind of the general, what got you into that lifestyle, and kind of what what what, what kind of party life is that? Oh well, it's insane. But I've been in the I've been in the Miami club scene. I'm in my late thirties now. I've been in it there since I was underage. Um, since oh, I was a, since I was in middle school, actually, I've been in the Miami club scene. Wow. So, oh, so, so you're the survivor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I've been all over. I've been all over uh, the United States, all over the world, et cetera. And uh, it's the toughest. It's the toughest. But if you, I mean, if you're like a cactus, if you can survive in the in this club scene, then you pretty much haven't made it everywhere, quick, including quick, quick Orange question, County. Gals, just a quick question. Yeah. Do you like the nightlife in Miami better than Vegas, or do you like Vegas better? Um, I like I like Miami better because I know everybody and I already ha- I, I know a bunch of owners and stuff. Mm. Um, I really like Vegas too, though. So I mean, who doesn't like Vegas? Vegas well, is well, awesome. Well, Gallus, yeah. is that just more because you're familiar with Miami, or would it be better to ask someone else who's kind of like third party? Maybe they're set up in New York or something. Would that be a better person to ask about Miami versus? Well, I mean, I, I, I've been in New York. New York's easy compared to Miami, to be honest with you. It is, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially Huntington. I mean, pre pre COVID, it, it, it was paradise. Um, Post COVID, yeah, no one, yeah, it's dead. No so, man's land. Yeah, you it's know, it's no funny, man's land. It's yeah. funny that Miami, like during COVID, we like we didn't listen, like nowhere shut down. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was in the all, all my all my promoter wild. friends, they went to Miami. It was like fuck, man. They're like, oh, just come over here. It's like we're partying here, you know. Yeah. All right. So what I what I did, how I got into it when I was underage, is that. Uh, is Mr. X? Oh, no, I don't see Mr. X, but like way back in the day, they've, they've demolished this whole area. But there was this place in Fort Lauderdale called 
the um, the riverfront. It still exists, but there was like this really nice movie theater that's like five or six stories, mm-hmm. and in the bottom they had like a bowling alley, and on the like the third, the second, and the third stories, it was kind of like adjacent to the to the clubs, to two clubs. So what I would do is I'd buy a movie ticket and then go into the second or third floor and then go in through the side into the club. And uh, that's what I did when I was underage. And then I just befriended the bouncers and, and the bartenders. And then um, so when one bouncer left one club, they just go bounce at another club or a strip club or something. So even though I was underage, I knew the bouncer. So I just get in wherever. That's how it started. Wait, wait so if you were in middle school, was that Two Life Crew era? Uh, well, um, I'm or, uh, yeah, whoop, there Daddy. it is. Trick Daddy. Oh, that's yeah. Trick Daddy, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 I, well, listen, I moved down to Florida from Connecticut in middle school, and mm-hmm. so I, I wasn't really into that. I was more into like the Wu Tang, okay, mm. those kind Shaolin of style. okay, the Shaolin yeah, style. Who'd we, who'd we lose? I, uh, I remember, yeah. like, um, you know, even you know. It's really not even that long ago, but uh, spend a lot of time like West Palm Beach area. My buddy mm. had a condo there and getting to know all the bouncers and things like that. But it also had to do if you look good, you dress good, you would get into these clubs where people would be waiting, you know, 50, 100 in a line and they would just point at you and say, come on. They'd let you in, even though there was a $20 cover charge, no cover charge and hand you three or four drink tickets like here. Oh, yeah. They put you in there. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I never understood it because, like, yeah. a lot of people treat the bouncers like shit. Yeah. And, and I'm like, why? Why would you do that? I, I mean, so, I, I would go to the Blue Martini by myself. I'd be down for, for a match tournament. And on a Saturday night, I would go up there. There'd be 50 people waiting in line. They'd see me. There's two ropes. He'd open the rope, just walk right in. You know, you, people you look need, at You stuff. need to invite Hormaxer to the Blue Martini because he's struggling <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> well, Vegas is tough, man. And make make sure to tell him to wear some clothes, man. I, I, right now, personally, Goss, I haven't partied in Miami in 15 years. Yeah. Like, long long story short, I was underage at the time, and um, I, I went to college in West Palm Beach, uh, the community college. And okay. I had literally seven girls with me because I was underage, so. My boy, one of my teammates, was like, look, I'm just going to walk in. Um, you go in with, you know, my girlfriend and, like, six of her friends. Yo, they still wouldn't let me in. And then finally, <laughs> finally, like, one of the, the bouncers is just like, all right, you know, discharge them another $10. And we'll, we'll, we'll let you go in. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, I mean, I it was definitely popping. Yeah, I remember, like, in I know in West Palm Beach, there was clubs that opened up at 2 a.m. Um, mm-hmm. That's when everything else was shutting down. And there was a lot of people, a lot of people waiting. But, you know, because we were regulars there, we could just walk up. I remember the first time she had, there was a girl at a podium. And, you know, you had the big, big bouncer next to her. And she had, she had said, are you guys together? And I remember our response, and we looked at each other, and we're like, yeah, we're together, but we're not like together together. And she's like, "Come on in," and that was it, man. And ever since then, we could just walk right up. Didn't matter how many people were waiting in line, just walk in, you know. Yeah, and we didn't charge you the thirty dollars cover charge. 
and and also um i uh, i like the scottsdale i mean i i, I had a lot of fun yes. playing scottsdale scottsdale yes. is brutal too scottsdale is brutal like really I, I, hey you'll get you'll I, get you some blondes out there right. no but i like to me in my opinion scottsdale and vegas are, are great but it you know it all depends you know like for vegas to me you you gotta get a table like you're just not gonna have fun without getting the table um yeah. scottsdale you can kind of bar hop more um, well like old town where were you like old town scottsdale yeah i was at um gosh the one club right next to the w I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now, but it's like yeah. the Bottle Blonde, and then there's yep. another club that starts with an M, um, and I gotta look it up. But anyways, you guys should get each other's contact. Talk about that. That's thanks for putting us on this info, guys. Um, we could probably get a different chat like in the future where we just talk about nightclubs because I, yeah. I'm I don't know too much about urban nightlife like of course miami's your specialty yeah i think shift is done in new york we got some people in la we can get like a lot of we can pair a lot of notes here uh we got bill blass here who's been patiently waiting to ask a question to tony bruno welcome to the vital message and what is your question for tony okay i want to know from tony uh did you like dating before or after dating apps before yeah absolutely why was it better? Hello? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm thinking about it. Um, I'm going to say just because I think, I think what happens with dating apps, there's a, there's a higher turnover rate. Okay. Um, women are getting, you know, hit up so hard on those dating apps and that real life interaction. I don't think you can. You just can't, you can't replace that with real life. You just can't. You you know, when you meet a woman in person, you know if she's attractive. On a dating app, you don't know. You don't know. You're, you're really rolling the dice. It doesn't matter how many pictures she sends you or whatever she says. You don't know until you actually meet that person. So, but I think that real, real life interaction is what's, is what's missing nowadays, you know? Um, I, I just think dating apps are, I think it's a, I think it's a good tool. It's a good tool to have in your toolbox, but, uh, I think real world exposure is always the best. And I, I and I think guys need to, guys need to go out and explore a bit because on dating apps, you just don't, you don't know if a woman's really attractive. You just don't. I mean, you can, you can tell, you can, you know, through conversation again, you know, my, my, and again, I don't give advice, but I'll give advice is move to a video chat as soon as possible. And if they don't do that, just move on. Period. But I think that the old school way is uh, still the best way. And it, um, it, I think it takes, it takes, it takes time for, for somebody to be able to, uh, in fact, when I when when I had talked to AMS about this on my interview with them, it, it, you have to be able to read a woman, and I think that takes it just takes you know you use your social skills, you can kind of pick up on when somebody's attractive in the real world. 
facts. Versus facts. dating it. Yeah. And I would say to add on that a little bit, body language to me, yeah. no matter if you're red pill, white pill, blue pill, a PUA, non PUA, every guy should know how to read a woman's body language yeah. and to determine is she's physically interested in you, in you just by looking at her before even saying a word to her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I, it's been probably a year and a half or so ago, maybe close to two years, but I was out with buddies and it was this just gorgeous Asian girl who uh, just, I saw her coming up the stairs. She walked straight to me and she just, she grabbed my arm. She's like, do you work out? She's like, I think you're sexy. And she was uh, kind of, at first she was reserved. But she did walk right up to me and it's that real world kind of i knew i i knew she was attracted to me immediately i mean she told me so um you know people say that doesn't happen i think that's bullshit. you know yeah it happens oh, it all does time. happen yeah oh go ahead get all, yeah yeah I'll, I'll, the other thing i was going to add about the dating apps like it's been my experience that girls who i've been with so i'd say oh like nine 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 five like around there they're either not on dating apps or they're they're on it for like a week and then they get bored of it because i mean if they go to the i remember i was with this girl and it was like four o'clock in the morning we were at this french bakery and i went to go put um like money in the parking meter and by the time i came back like three guys hit on her so like i mean they're constantly being hit on all over the place yeah. So, I mean, it's been my, like, super hot girls are either not on or, um... I mean, for what I know is that, like, a lot of a lot of girls that, like, if let's say they like you or they like someone they meet off the app, they delete the app for a little bit because they have hope that it's going to go somewhere. I mean, I mean I'll, I'll, I'll add to my story now again. Yeah, uh, do you mind if I screen another guest before you go in that? Sure. All right. Uh, Shade, welcome to the stream. Shade. You're on the vital message. Say hello. Hello. Hello, Shade. You're kind of a little muffled. Is that you, Shade? Yep, that's me. Can you hear? Yes, we can hear you, sir. All right, Tony, you can go back into your story. Yeah. Um, again, now, you know, again, we go to attraction is not a choice. Now, you know, you're talking, you know, what, year and a half, almost two years ago. And I was 57. And she was 23. So... You know, age sometimes is just a number, man. Just is what it is. And, you know, I'm I'm okay with it. That's not my kind of thing. But, you know, it was okay for the time being. Let's just put it that way. All right. So if anyone else does. Oh, man. Black skin. What's going on in your place? Uh, my bad. Hold on. Okay. Go for it. Uh, I'd like to welcome Shade to the stream. Shade, do you have any questions, comments, grievances for Tony, myself, or anyone on the panel? Yeah, I've got a question for Tony. I remember a while back, uh, you had a falling out with Lolo, and he criticized his book. So I was wondering what exactly made you um, kind of like rebuke his, his disagree with his book and claim you're not a father. I think... I, I, you mentioned it was because of Hagumi, I think. 
it's not the book. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, uh, it's not so much as the book as it is with him. Let's just put it that way. I don't. Uh, Jeez, how can I put this? There's things that he says that makes it very cult-like, okay? Like when he was saying the thing last year about if basically if you're not in align with him, you're you're killing them. You're literally bringing them to slaughter. And to me, that that's just wrong. And the whole thing about saving lives, I think guys need to. I was guilty of that myself. Don't get me wrong, man. I mean, you're talking to a guy who was who was part of that cult. And I'm not afraid to call it a cult. But that whole term saving lives, that that I, I'd rather have guys say, hey, you know what, you helped me change my life. Saving a life, when somebody says that, to me that's that's really deep. So you better mean it. But I don't think most guys mean it. And I'm not making light of anybody's pain or anybody's, you know, experience that they've had. And usually, again, it's through trauma. Most guys come into this space through trauma. But the whole saving lives thing is um, is, is kind of, I think that's the part that gets me the worst. Now, personally, I mean, I don't... I don't want to like looks police anybody, but sometimes you can just look at somebody and say, man, what the fuck is going on? I mean, you look at him now with his do-rag and his long hair. I mean, it's just fucking weird. I don't care. It's fucking weird. I mean, yes. what else can I say? It's fucking weird. Yes. So like, you, you, I... mentioned, you mentioned trauma. Um, he, he was in a relationship with a BPD woman. So I mean I don't wanna I don't wanna gaslight another man, you know, who hurt yeah, you. I, I, I get that. I get that. I, I know the whole story. I, I I mean I know him personally, so um okay. You've probably noticed this that every guy that a lot of guys, if not every guy, but a lot of guys that come into his content will instantly say he has guys programmed to say that your last woman was BPD. I was one of them. Like, oh, oh, yeah, she's BPD for sure. And that was the farthest fucking thing from the truth. What I had to go back and realize was I had to hold myself accountable, okay? I had to hold myself accountable for the things that I fucked up in that relationship. I got complacent. I got relaxed, okay? When I should have... I gave up leadership role in that, in that relationship that I was in, okay? And... To me, it took me a while to realize that it wasn't just her fault. It was my fault, too. As a man, we should lead. We want, you know, when a woman, when you give up that leadership for a woman, and leadership is not a bad thing. Let's not, let's not, let's not screw that. But when you give that up and somebody's dependent on that, they're gone. It's just that simple. But they don't tell you that. They don't tell you that. Yeah, um, I hope that answered your question. Yeah, uh, you, you mentioned about uh, he, he always goes on about saving people's lives. Um, he did accuse Alex from playing with fire and Kevin Ray Wilder. Yeah, he did accuse them of killing people recently as well, just because they criticized his book. That's that's the video I'm talking about. Yeah, right there. 
and I think it was Kevin Ray Wilder. In fact, that was the first time I ever saw the guy, but I'm going to give him a lot of credit there because that was a, he did a great video on the whole Rolo Cup. That video was spot on. I give, I give Kevin Ray Wilder a lot of credit for that. And if you want to see a bit more of Kevin, he's been interviewed on the vital message. Yeah. Uh, you can check out that one. Also, um, about that saving lives point, like I've had people like send me kind words. What I say is like, if you're in a tough place and like, you might get like a little motivation from here, credit yourself if you save your life. Don't give me any credit because I didn't do any of the actions that helped you improve your life. I just say words online. So that's, 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 that's facts right there, my man. That is 100 right there. That really is. That's uh, give yourself the credit. I love that, Jesus, man. That's 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 gold right there, bro. So, Tony, have you met Rolo in person? Oh yeah, yeah, a few times. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I've I've yeah. I mean, not only do I have I met him in person, I've spent time talking with him on the phone about a lot of things, not just stuff, just in general. I considered him a friend, not just. You know, he wasn't my leader. He was, I considered him a friend. I don't hate those guys. I don't hate anybody. I don't. I have no hate in my heart for anybody. But there, there's a time to where it's like, people live off validation from other people. You know, there was something that really hit me, hit me hard. And this was a couple of years ago when he said on a stream that, you know, oh, great. What happens if they find a copy of the rational mail in one of these school shooters lockers? And let me tell you, the look on his face when he said that, he was hoping for that. He was praying for that. And the re- I, I could just tell. I could read it. Why would he hope for that? Why would he want that? What would it do for book sales? Okay. Think about it. A guy goes out and shoots up a school. Okay. They search his backpack in his locker and there's a copy of the rational mail in there. What would that do to book sales? Probably go up. In a big way. In a very big way. Okay, a lot of times these guys, when they say these things, like when he says, I'm not a cult leader, he's really projecting. He's projecting that he is. And I don't care what anybody says. That is, that's just a fact. And when you can step back and take a look, take a breath, step back and look at these fucking guys, like, like you got to be kidding me, right? I don't think that, okay, I think he's, I, I, he's, I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't. I don't think Donovan's a bad guy. I think a lot of these guys truly in their, in their heart of hearts do want to help men. But I think what's happened is their egos have got the best of them. And the ego is what, is what kills me, you know, it really does. Ego is horrible. So, you know, but it's also when you meet somebody face to face, there's, you, you, you get a vibe off, you know, you get an energy from it. And sometimes when, when that energy isn't right, just kind of go with it, step back, take a look. And then, then, then your eyes will be a little bit more open. But I'm not going to take. I'm not going to take away. I'm not going to take take that away from any man, whether it be you know Rolo or Cooper, any of these guys. If they legitimately, legitimately saved the man's life, like from the from the 
you know, from the noose or the wrist knife as told the truth says, well, man, I, I got to compliment you on But it gets to a point to where it becomes cultish and it's fucking weird. Wait, um, Tony, so you, you think that Donovan and the Rallo legitimately were help guys? I, I think I think their original attention, intention was to help men. But it's what happens is is that it's it you know what it reminds me of is a pyramid scheme. You guys know what a pyramid scheme is, I'm sure. Yes, yes. And before you explain that analogy, we have As Varun on the stream. I would like to screen As Varun. Is this you? Yeah, it is me. Wonderful. All right, I'll let you continue that um, analogy, Tony. Um, what was I? What was I talking about? Sorry. You were saying that the you think that the Rolo and Donovan are doing oh, yeah, a pyramid, pyramid scheme. scheme. Okay. What happens is is that I think I've explained this. I explained this on Redman. You have the pyramid scheme. You have the top, the top, the top block is Rolo. Okay. Now everybody has designed all their content underneath the rational mail, the red pill, all that horseshit. Now you step out of line. Guess what happens to your audience? Your audience disappears. You start plucking out those blocks. You got guys like like Ryan Stone, um, a lot of these guys who you know, even Cooper. I think Cooper has kind of bailed out on the whole Rolo thing. I don't know. That's kind of what I heard. But when your when your whole content is underneath that that headship of Rolo, and you step out of line, well, your audience has filtered down from that Rolo for following you. So if you don't if you don't stay with that content, you're kind of fucked. Even though you know it's bullshit, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, Tony, uh, the reason why I asked you if you met him in person is because what I noticed what Rolo does is they'll make passive aggressive comments that people who are socially awkward or yeah because they're functioning autism or Asperger's yeah. well, has this very condescending tone towards those people. But anyone would agree that when you see Rolo with other people, he's very socially awkward himself. So since you met him in person, could you confirm if he is like Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. In fact, he to- we were talking one time, and I think it was me, him, and Cooper, and he got, he had said uh, that he didn't like when people just came up and talked to him like, right in his face and we were kind of joking about close talkers you know but if you're that if you're that humble person you would understand that guys have read your book and they wanted to meet you and talk to you so that was like my first red flag way back when that was in 2018 so i was able to kind of step back but you know you're talking to a guy that was in that cult man you know Again, I'm not going to take away anybody that's actually helped men. I do think he has, and I think, I think his, his, um, I think he was genuine at first, but I think it's now all about the dollars. Uh, th- thank you for your question, Shade. I got to give uh, As Varun a chance to ask a question, say a comment, or say a grievance. Uh, how are you doing, As Varun? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, cam okay? up, man. Come on, I want to see your hair. He doesn't need to cam up, but I'm joking. <laughs> and no, I, I mean, like, I have no questions. I, I just like, uh, I just, I just wanted to jump on the panel. That's it. There's, there's nothing for me to ask. Actually. All right. Um, is there anyone 
like in the chat that's trying to hop on. Otherwise, we'll go into some final words. Uh, we'll give you a little comment here, a little chance. We'll play a little uh, little meme in here. Uh, <laughs> let's play a little meme here to give people a chance. All right. And based on what I've seen, it looks like no one's begging to hop on the panel looking at the chat. So I think we'll head into some final words here. I think I'm going to start with, um, I'm going to start with shade. Welcome. Uh, do you have any final words for the panel? Final words. Or I just ask a small question. Um, like, you know, I'll let you ask one question and I'll have it as your final words. How's that sound? That's fine, thanks. Uh, so, Tony, um, you've got a brother. I've got a brother myself. Our relationship, it's kind of rocky. Haven't seen him in almost three years. Uh, any kind of advice with a younger brother? Wow, man, that's a tough one. I'm kind of going through that myself right now. So, um, there's one thing I, we used to joke about. I got two, two real good friends of mine, and we're kind of always off and on. But one of the things that we'll say to each other is, you know what, I'm going to be the bigger man and reach out. So maybe be the bigger man and reach out to him. You know, sometimes you got to just let things die, man. Some of these arguments and disagreements that we, we all have, you just have to let them go. You know, life is short. There's, there's no reason to hang on to anger and hate. There just isn't. You can, you know, extend that olive branch. If they don't accept it, well, there's nothing you can do about it. But always try to just be the bigger man. For me, I think that's the best thing you can do. Yeah. Shay, did that answer your question well? Yeah, that was perfect. Thanks. Perfect. I'm going to drop you down because someone else is trying to hop on. Thank you for coming on uh, the Vital Message, and your questions were great. Now we got... Um... I don't necessarily want to kick him because he might not be able to come back. Actually, yeah, if I kick him, he can come back. That's good. All right. Now, whoever was trying to hop on, we'll welcome you in for a, a final question, a buzzer beater comment. Buzzer beater. I like that. A little buzzer beater in here. All right. Um, someone got a little shy here. <laughs> Well, we'll do some final words from someone else as we wait. Um, let's get some words from, let's do Muhammad. Your final words. No, man, it's always, always good to be here. Great to be in great company. Thank you very much. I learned from everybody. Everybody is essentially my teacher in a way or another. So it's awesome. Thank you very much for having me. All right, thanks for coming on, man. I always like your insights. And we, our guest is here. Our guest made it. Uh, let me put up a shield because you can never be too careful. Nixon talks. Welcome to the stream. I don't want to say that laptop, man. Please stop doing that. Hey, we gotta we gotta shield ourselves from all the cocks. All the shields. Um, I was just listening to the show. Uh, always a pleasure hearing you direct a uh, a stream of such a astute standards. A uh, little play on words there for a shift. Um, uh, but uh, Tony Bruno, uh, just quickly, man, how have you found the last nine months based on everything that's gone on with newcomers uh, coming back, some new altogether? 
uh, how have you found the whole experience in the last nine months? Has anything really changed your perception of what you thought was, or has have things really shifted uh, in, in a new direction for you? And and before you answer that, don't talk about your illegitimate children. Don't have any, mate. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm understanding the question, man. Like like. Oh, um. So in the last nine months, we've seen a lot of things uh, happen, manosphere-wise, uh, controversies, oh, yeah. and all sorts of stuff like that. But because you do things yourself, have you noticed uh, a change for the better or the worse? I really think it's for the better. I really do. I think that, you know, you know that that word fraud and whatever has been. I think guys need to be called out. I think if you're if you're creating content and you're not congruent. I think congruency is important. If you're not congruent with your message, man, get the fuck off YouTube and stop taking guys' money. I mean, that seems to be the biggest, biggest gripe on YouTube. Right now. Hmm. You know, we've got the, we've got the whole thing with you know Donovan and you know and you know a child now and single mom and blah 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 and you know it's like, bro. Like you've been bagging on single moms for how long? And now, like, just like, how can you take advice from somebody that is not living the life they say they are? You know, I just don't get it. And you know what happens is guys get so invested. Guys get so invested in these contact creators. They really do. They get so invested in that. And they just don't want to believe that they're not living that life. Funny you say that. That that was going to be my my quick follow up uh, because a lot of people do tend to see what they're looking at, and it's like, yes, this is the guy I want to be like him. And like you said, when you put all your chips in, when you you know, all everything you've got is put on this one bet hitting, and when it doesn't hit, you have to say to yourself, nah, it's it's a lie. Like you have to convince yourself that it wasn't it. Like there's more to it. Now I refuse to believe it. And that's where people start getting themselves in a bit of a uh, in a spot of bother because they think to themselves, "Well, I've put all this time and effort into this, and in some cases, money. I can't let go of this quote unquote investment because you know what if it actually does pay out, or they want to believe that there's actually something in it for them." That's you. You nailed the word right there. Believe, man. Everybody wants to believe in something, and it's hard when you believed in something or you're trying something, you're making a pivot in your life. And you've invested in the wrong person, and I get it. It's tough, man. We, I mean, every guy on this panel has been through that with a woman. You've invested. You've invested, whether it be it doesn't have to be dollars, but you've invested part of your, we'll say, part of your heart into something, and it doesn't pay out. But sometimes it's better to walk away, and it's not easy, man. It's not easy. We have that with family. We have that with friends. It's not easy. When you invest your time and energy and everything you have into someone, and they let you down, well, that's a tough one. It's a tough one for anyone. Yeah, but, it's like they say, you know, wasted wasted time. That that's what it really comes down to. It's the it's the time you put into it. Money you can argue either way. Yeah. But for me, it, it's time investing a lot of time into something that doesn't pay out or it's nothing they actually thought it was. That would that would be the killer for me. And that's that's ego, that's pride, that's ego, man, is what that is. Um, nobody wants to be wrong, right? I mean, think about it. Who wants to be wrong? Nobody. That's a yeah. tough one. 
appreciate it. Um, Caduce, you can uh, drop me backstage if someone else wants to jump on. I'll keep uh, paying attention to the uh, to the rest of the stream. Yeah, yeah. Like the idea of it is that like there's I have ten slots, including backstage backstage slots. So there's one open slot if uh, whoever was trying to join earlier wants to join okay. now. Yeetus. get in, Yeetus. Come on, man. Get, get, get in, in if you would like to come in. It's we're going to go into final words otherwise. Uh, I'm going to keep surveying final words from here on out. Uh, I'll get some from Gauss Newton. Okay. Uh, uh, first thing I want to say is congrats on uh, Caduceus on the stream. Um, respect. And uh, I also want to say thanks to Bruno for giving me some really good advice about my friend. Um, uh, the one thing that I like about Bruno is that he he just doesn't stop at, like, game is bullshit. Um, he actually tries to help with solutions and you know the advice that you gave me about offering support instead of the advice uh has been really helpful so thanks hey thanks for coming on man um i'll just put you backstage for now and then uh boss was backstage uh uh a few weeks ago man we had great conversation man good guy really sounds like he's got a lot of insight about miami clubs Uh, i'm gonna get some words from the deacon david little Is he awake? Let me tell you, let me tell you, baby. I may have wine and dined like Tony Bruno with kings and queens. I remember living in the back alley eating a can of pork and beans, baby. Because he is a survivor. I enjoyed this stream. Thank you, Caduceus, for having me up here. Everyone, shout out to the Vital Message Man. Dude, definitely doing big things. Tony Bruno, man, you are basically the switzerland of the manosphere dude no guns drawn no swords pulled everybody let's bet you know agree and not disagree let's come to an actual you know to head but i appreciate it thank you so much for having me up here guys and definitely salute to you salve tony bruno salve david little thank you man thanks for coming on david yeah i'll just finish up these final words um let's get some from blaxican on ig he's in taiwan final words hey um vital once again thank you for taking care of us i mean you really know how to make the panel and the guests feel at home man um tony bruno man like with tony you get get what you get man a man of integrity and man i really admire the the way the, the way he does things the setup he's made in his life you know his business he got his beautiful home you know he got this amazing stream he has every week it's just he's just a good guy man i'm really happy i got a chance to befriend him and uh subscribe and watch his videos also too like we we're talking about astrology earlier today is the first day that mercury is direct meaning that all this bullshit that seems to be happening communication follow-ups and uh that shit's supposed to stop. So good time to take a breath, you know, have a good conversation with somebody you love or like. And check out my channel, Black in Taiwan. Peace. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, you nailed that one again, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'd like to get some final words from Azvaroon. Uh, I, I mean, like, I, I was just happy to be on the show and whatever uh, uh, beef you have with MD, I hope it gets squashed and I hope all of you just get together and 
like i hope everyone uh, like what you say resume uh, like resumes things like the way it was before and i hope there's there's peace between all of you guys and thanks for having me on the show thanks for uh, like yeah and whatever tony said like it was also quite informative yeah yeah thanks for coming on as varun peace is always a good option like honestly like the, i don't see a reason to go after him or like like there's some things i like if people want me to clear my name over i can but i think we were having a great discussion tonight um so Absolutely. thanks for coming on yeah all right let me get some final words from uh uncle guns well 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 no i mean you know i always I always say this but what what can i say that hasn't been said you know a uh, great show good to see you back love the vital message caduce is always a great platform love this format you know who who better to re- return guests than the man himself i mean you know uh i think it, again i'll just reiterate what i said i think it's going to be you know we got a long road ahead and we need we need older guys that have been there and have have more of a level have more of that experience and you know everybody said some great things and you know one thing i i really wanted to say on the way out is you know a couple of other people said it tonight you get what you get with tony and it, a lot of people in the menosphere talk about authenticity you know you talk about the genuine article and that's that's the great tony bruno i mean there's no punches pulled no bullshit you know uh is definitely a man that you can trust he's you know and if he you know if there's if there's an ordeal he'll tell you about it you know uh but other than that great show look forward to more of these shows uh look forward to you know more content from tony and you know uh what i'll use i'll use tony's favorite um i'll use caduceus and tony's favorite uh it's sometimes it's better to draw your secondary than it is to reload your primary carry two tourniquets and always tell the bad guys don't make me make you have a bad day thanks man yeah thanks for coming on uncle guns i was hoping you were gonna bring up the tourniquets <laughs> thanks all guns. right we got some final words yeah let's do nixon you weren't on for very long but you get some final words uh, what else can i say man just to appreciate the uh the content there um uh, self-plug if i may uh sure yeah, uh, I got a, yeah as, as long as you eat this cheese I have on the table, go for it. Ah, uh, please. Uh, mozzarella or Swiss only. Or maybe even uh, a brie. brie. Brie goes good with crackers, I hear. Um, right. I, I just got a, a birthday stream, which will be tomorrow morning for me. It would be uh, uh, tonight for you guys or uh, what would that be? Um, yeah, Friday night for you guys. So um, if anyone's free, jump on the channel, come in, have a chat. We'll have a bit of a laugh. It's a birthday stream, so um, I don't know what's going to happen, but there's no set format but you're welcome to come on and, and have a laugh yeah, all right happy Thanks birthday on, man happy birthday and uh don't wake up in a ditch <laughs> <laughs> all right now we got qb passport flexing qb well tony's definitely been an honor um again much respect for you and what you do um, like I said, that stream was epic that I was on uh, with the dating coaches. And uh, yeah, you know, since we're growing, everyone has like a channel now. Like 
I will do my best to make it to your streams on, on Thursdays. Um, you know, as a new content creator, it's all about balance, uh, creating content, going on panels, uh, learn Spanish, staying active in the gym. So it's a lot, but I just want to say is, uh, thank you for allowing us. And what I mean us is, you know, black pillars to, um, be part of your platform and, you know, you get to hear from our side and you have guys that are black pill and have different messages and different channels, including myself. So, um, you know, with that said, you know, definitely sub to the channel. If you're new, QB passport flexing recent video on Mexico city. And I got some other videos down the pipeline. Yeah, cool. appreciate, I appreciate like it, man. Videos, man. I like your IG stories too, bro. They're always good. Yeah, yeah keep, right keep sharing that travel knowledge. I like to say QB passport flexing, what TripAdvisor won't tell you. Exactly. Yeah. That's, what like <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to say. Hey, you should brand that. Like, I, yeah. I go for it. Go for it, man. Take that. Credit to the vital message. Hey, I don't even need credit. As long as they, that, that gets popping, that'd be great. Right, right. Oh, yeah, more Oh, no, words that's it. That. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'll see y'all later. Catch right. you later. Yeah. Hey, Tony, you got some final words. The guest of honor right here. Yeah, man. Um, Caduceus, thanks for having me on, man. This this really was an honor. I appreciate that somebody would really just, you know, just make the show about me, which is it's kind of uh, it's kind of weird for me, but I appreciate that, man. I appreciate all the support that guys give me. It's awesome. Um, the community that uh, that's here is, is is you know a lot of you guys are just you guys have been just incredible friends, not just acquaintances, but friends. And we've all we all reach out to each other. We all chat offline, and to me, that's important. You know, it's it's a real world experience. One thing I do want to say is, you know, it's uh, came up with the Tony pill a long time ago, and that's the three A's. That's adapt. And, and Shift really talks about that. Adapt or die. I talked about that. And we say adapt, not adopt, adapt, adapt to the truth. It's really important that you do that. Hold yourself accountable, man. Hold yourself accountable. No one can hold you accountable. There's a lot of these groups that people say, we're going to hold you accountable. But you know what? Hold yourself accountable first. That's that's most important. And the last A, there's three A's, is authenticity, man. Be authentic. Lose that fucking mask, man. If you don't lose that mask, somebody's going to fucking rip it off. That's just the way it is. That's reality. And that's your, you know, Thursday night is my reality check. But that's your reality check. Lose your fucking mask, man. Stop being who you're not. It, it, it doesn't pay in the end. Just be authentic. Be yourself. Everybody, everybody wants to believe in something. The main thing you have to believe in is yourself, man. Believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to believe in you. Be true to yourself. Um, yeah. You know, I've enjoyed this a lot. It's it's really cool, man. What a great group of guys. Caduceus, one of the best, if not the best, host on YouTube, man. Oh, Appreciate thanks, man. There's a lot of hosts out there. Yeah. And sometimes I got to interview the interviewer. You kind of tried to start interviewing me at some point and I had to yeah. shut that down. 
Yeah. <laughs> we got we to learn we'll more about you. Time. In fact, I'd love to have you on my channel sometimes and do and, and chat with you about your life experiences, man. Hey, I we could do that. And there's, you know, the, the thing is, I think guys got to realize, you know, you're a young dude, but you have a lot. You do have a lot of wisdom and wisdom doesn't always come from experience. It comes sometimes it just comes natural. There's certain people that you can relate to. You know, somebody had said to me here a while ago and it kind of irritated me that, oh, you should hang out with your peers. Yeah, I'm a little bit older. But to me, you know, who my peers are just other men. Doesn't matter what your age is has to do with men those are my peers so it doesn't matter what your age is what you got going on look for other men that you can relate to talk to and um but believe in yourself and uh adapt to the truth again that's just just adapting to the truth is so important hold yourself accountable and be authentic get rid of that mask man you're going to be better off and let me tell you something Everybody falls back. Okay, when I say fall back, everybody falls back to that where you think you're weak or something like that. But that weakness will only last a little bit. It's not going to last forever. So don't don't be too hard on yourself, but do hold yourself accountable. That's thanks, it. Man. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, it's always it. a pleasure. Uh, I'll. I'll be seeing you on your show. Hopefully, you'll I'll be seeing you on my show or maybe some random streams in the future. Yeah. Cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you. Hey, always a pleasure, man. All right. That's all the final words right there. Thank you, everyone in the chat, for coming through. This was a fun stream. Uh, next stream, uh, like we might have an interview next week. There are a couple people I need to email. Uh, and it's definitely going to be interesting. The only thing confirmed we have is on June 10th, we have the astrology stream where we get to our birth charts read. Uh, we got myself. I think we got Tony, Deacon Little, maybe Shift, a few uh, self-made, Blacksican, a few others. Should be a fun stream, whether you believe in the astrology or not. It's just going to be lots of goofs and gaffs and be a great time Uh we would love to have you for it. Now, I agree with Asvarun's sentiment. It's good to have peace and not continue to beef. But I did find this video a little bit funny, so I'm going to play it as my outro. Uh, cheers, everybody. We saw a big, strong guy that looks like he's on steroids buckle. <laughs> you guys buckled him the other day. I would have liked to seen Caduceus grow a pair of balls and buckle him as well and stop hiding in the fucking behind the curtain. And let QB do it and shit like that for him. You know, it would have been better. It just shows me that, okay, maybe he needs to mature more. Because when you don't have to work for a living or you never went through some hardship, that adversity, that adversity tempers you. You've been through it. I've been through it. The guys that haven't been through it, some of them can still get there by looking at the examples. But when they don't have that or maybe when they're kind of spoiled, you know, um, I can sense that. I can smell it through the internet. I can look at their actions and see it. And I'm going to keep hammering on their ass until they either mature or they break. One or the other. It's over, my friend. Let's face it. You've lost.